rebellion under attack. We no, I can't. I was gonna try something, but like you know, I have no creativity. Unlike my friends and co-hosts, Sparkplug Wikiwitty, a Ben Magnet, yo. Oh, you're actually starting the show. I thought you were just messing around. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to start real. over. No, this is real. Oh, rebellion. This is what I. This is my rebellion. Thing. <laughs> That's the opening. <laughs> rebellion. <laughs> no, it's fine. And Ryan Eliopoulos. Hey, I saw a Star War. Uh, a Star War. Only one. Well, Twice. We'll, we'll get to that later today with a special guest. Ooh. Uh, coming up later in the show, but Supreme Leader Snoke is joining us. <laughs> Andy Circus himself, guys. We got a good guest. You didn't. You heard it here first. Sorry if I'm a liar. Well, see, I was thinking about starting it with an opening crawl, but, you know, I didn't write it down, so whatever. They can't read that. <laughs> this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Have you guys noticed that all but one Star Wars film has dot, 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 dot? Yes. Which one doesn't? Six. Six? Mm. Yeah. It makes it makes Megan, my, uh, it makes her upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it like, is oh. it like wrong on accident? And then it's never fixed yeah. it? Or? Well, it, I think it started as that, but then it's just always became that, except mm-hmm. for one movie. Yeah, it's they always, right. their ellipses has always been four, but except for Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. I can see why I can make people mad. It's making yeah, me yeah, mad yeah. just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man, you could have just opened it with like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Da- Star Wars film. Well, yeah. Than that. Oh, yeah. And then a that. Star Wars film came out that was more controversial than anyone ever anticipated. Hey, that's a good intro. Thanks for introing. <laughs> cool. Hey, so we're going to cut that first part out. <laughs> hey, start from there. yeah, let's just. Sh- he'll now cut it and put it at the beginning. No, he won't. Let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those of you listening to this, you know I did not do that. That's really good. <laughs> I apologize in advance. I'm sick and I'm coughing a lot. I'm sorry. That's fine. We can't How actually dare. hear you when you're not doing the really? mic. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Pretty good mics. Just leave and cough forever now. No, that just means cough directly into the mic, please. Okay. Yeah. We so need to be aware it's happening. Uh, yes. How was your guy? How's, oh, I'm no, sorry. I'm going to get people sick through it. That's how they get audio. Oh, yeah. I, uh, good Lord, Sparks. I sorry. actually am sick now, so great. Thanks, oh, Sparks. Well, what's up, Brandon? <laughs> how was you guys this week? It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I had a pretty good week. I had a pretty eventful week. I um, I did a lot. I went to see Ship of Water. The Ship of Water? The Shape of Water. Oh. I heard Ship. We can't talk about that yet because the rest of us haven't seen it. It's yeah. really good, though. I've been I've been told it's his best. Do you think it's his best movie? Oh, uh, Pan's I, Labyrinth is no. really hard to beat. I can tell you already, he doesn't. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. That's fair. Uh, he doesn't Rim know exactly what movie he thinks is better, but I know he doesn't feel that way. Specific Rim. Ugh. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. You're awful. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm actually, so lying. I was this close to make that joke. I was like, no, his best movie is Specific Rim. How dare you? Oh, I'm looking at all the action figures. Uh, I would actually think Pan's Labyrinth is still his best film. Yeah, his Pan's Labyrinth is bloody. Pan's Labyrinth is. That's something, a work of art. Something else. It is mm-hmm. It is a work of art. Yeah. And uh, Pacific Rim makes me cry manly tears of joy. Because ro- giant robots and monsters. Are giant crazy. robots taking shipping, cr- ship like giant ships and using them as baseball bats to smack monsters in the face. That's pretty great. It's good for baseball. that, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been playing a game called Near Automata. <gasps> it's a Japanese role-playing game from Japan. All right. Uh, it's uh, it's about uh, it's kind of like Westworldy Blade Runner. It's about androids and like what does it mean to be human and stuff like that. This game's super cool because you start off and it's like a uh, it's like a uh, dual stick uh, uh, plane shooter. Like you know, like you have a ship at the bottom and you shoot up top, and then you're you're a transformer, so you transform and it turns into a 3D shooter, and then you land on the ground and it becomes like a bayonetta god of war game. So it's mix matching all these different. Is this the stats. game you tried to get when you accidentally yep. got? And I got Mass, Mass Effect. Effect, and I guess what? I didn't get it again, so I just bought it. Cause I'm t- <laughs> Did I, you really? Yeah, I got Ghost Recon Wildlands, so I don't want to play that game. <laughs> I just wanted near, so I bought it. Uh, hey, guys, the game's really cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. That's one of the games I was told that I really desperately need to play. If you like anime, it's so anime. Oh, my God. Ooh, I I've, been wanting, I've been wanting to step into the near franchise. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. I, I didn't play the... the near, the, far, wherever you are, that franchise? Oh, uh, that's the Disney sequel. That's not a franchise. How, how dare you? Yeah, near, Brandon. far, 
wherever you are the franchise that that no no yeah. it's the titanic cinematic universe brandon stop Wherever no, Listen, you we cannot are. afford. Shut up, Celine Dion. We can't afford her. her. You think I sing as well as Celine Dion? No. <laughs> yes. You. Oh. No, it's more that I don't think she sings that well. Oh. <laughs> oh. Canada just got real mad at you. <laughs> we have lost all of our Canadian <laughs> listeners. Canada doesn't listen to us. <laughs> By the way, we have a pretty big following in China. So, uh, hello, cool. Chinese audience. Wait, do we really? We actually do. It's our second biggest audience. Seriously? Oh, wow. Yeah, I appreciate it's, you. It's L.A. China. It's just That's a lot cool. of people oh. laughing at us. Yeah. Pretty much. Probably. Oh, we're really funny. They're not laughing at us. They're laughing with us. No, they're right? laughing at us. No, they're right? laughing at us. That's what I'm telling myself. Just think our, think our opinions are... <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> tears flying down A single face. tear. <laughs> <laughs> How was your guys this week, Sparks and, and or Ben? Uh, yeah, let Sparks go first. How was your week? I, I have... I, uh, All right, Ben, how was your week? <laughs> um, do you really want to know? Oh, apparently not. Yeah, ex- let's. Let me guess. It was a lot of working. Yeah, and a lot of you crying uh, internally, and mm. a lot of well, also a lot of the having the stupid. Well, no, it wasn't stupid, but um, waiting for Star Wars to see Force Awakens. I'm at work two years and ago. Really, no. this is two years oh, ago. Oh, fudge! I, uh, thought, I said last week. Shut up. Last Jedi. Oh. Seeing Last Jedi. I'm waiting. I'm on. I'm at work. So Thursday night, I'm scrolling through my Facebook. Facebook on my phone on my, on my break and I'm, I'm seeing post after post after post I'm like oh I'm gonna go see Last Jedi oh look at us we're gonna see we're in the theater to go see Last Jedi here's my ticket stub and I'm just sitting there thinking I'm with the force of forces with me yeah I post, on, the I post on Facebook wow it's so great that Ben doesn't get to see Force Awakens but here I am <laughs> hashtag selfie in the theater you mean Last Jedi you mean Last Jedi hashtag. you did it too <laughs> I did it too <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he got you but you the worst what? part guys the worst part is we have a TV in our break room yeah. and it was playing all the like the just Nis- the trailer over no and over the again. Nissan Star Wars commercials mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm just sitting there I hear the TIE fires roll by I'm just like internally <sighs> screaming and as even though I'm listening to music I am like dun 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 Hey, my name's Luke Skywalker. I'm the last Jedi. I have that stoop, that song stuck in my head, and it won't leave. My God, damn great! Hey, John Williams is good. You want to go pick up that ATAT popcorn bucket, Brandon? You said it right. Yeah, I know because I was trying to get you to say it wrong. No, so it worked earlier. We we earlier went to Disneyland. Oh yeah, to get a couple of things, a couple of whatever you were going for. and he wanted to get an AT. AT. There it is. Yeah, you almost did it. It's, just, it's called an Adat. <laughs> no, damn it. Ben, ben hold on. Let him have it. One. Let me finish my story. Okay. So and I'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> so he kept calling it an AT and T. Purposefully. <laughs> I did it a few times, and then finally I said it right, and then he screwed it up. <laughs> and I said <laughs> because then he was because he like, was ready to correct me, so he said it wrong. Because he would say <laughs> I wabbit seasoned him. <laughs> He would say ATT or ATNT. Mm-hmm. So now back to you, Ben. Yeah. As Dave Filoni stated, he's full of baloney. If it is in universe, it's ATAT because it's, it stands for something. All if yeah. it's out of universe, it's ADAT. Okay. Do you know what it stands for? All terrain armor transport. Oh, bravo. I actually oh, thought. Oh, good for you. No, no, I, I, actually, <laughs> I actually. No, 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 no. It, I wasn't mocking him. I honestly got, I wasn't mocking him. I seriously thought he didn't know what I was going to drop some major knowledge on, but no, no. You know That's what? Major Bonus knowledge? points. What's ATSD? All terrain scout transport. Thanks, Brandon. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Now I do. Ah. There you go. You can cheat for the next What's a AT, Chicken Walker. What's ATACT stand for? That's not a. I, I, had, I, took, my, I took my ACTs oh. in, in, in college. The, it the stands for Rogue One. One. 
Yes. <laughs> no, but that's the that's the new ones in Rogue One that have the. Car- Why did they the title the movie that? The cargo. Come see A T A C T, a Star Wars story. That's really confusing. The title. ones with the cargo bay and the and the and the oh, body yeah. on the side and A-T-A-C-T. I want to go see wait, wait. act all terrain yeah. carrier transport. Probably. All terrain what carrier transport? Wait wait what's armored it? carrier transport? Mm, Ar- yeah. Okay, this is thrilling. A T A C T. Oh okay, yeah, and the yeah. new ones in Last nobody's Jedi. nobody's listening anymore, guys. I tuned out. Like a <laughs> <laughs> the new ones in Last Jedi are A T M six. A T M six. Why are they bring? Yeah, I know. I don't. You know. guys are making it know. really hard for know. us to keep the fake nerd title here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <That's> true. <laughs> maybe that last one's wrong. <laughs> no, no, really difficult. Last night I was playing Battlefront, and they did have. Um, I was playing for the first order, and they said you have to protect the ATM sixes. So, oh my lord, can we break out the bread and butter? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's about time. Break some bread, guys. I missed you guys so much. This is uh, this is something that dropped last week that we wanted to discuss only with Ben Magnet, who is here today. Yes, yes. Um, it Mega Man. Some Mega Da-da-da-da. Man news dropped uh, last week. Yes, yes, it did. Uh, Mega so, Man Eleven was announced. Well, remember last year when uh, Capcom straight up said that they're going to br- bring back some of their dead franchises. No. I do remember that. We touched on that in the, in the show. Yeah, we did. And, well, they're finally bringing... They're finally... Guess you don't listen, Sparks. I... Uh, yeah, this is this is actually. You didn't have po- to derail the show. I was <laughs> no, this just was making a joke at his <laughs> expense. Well, so far Capcom has done that. They brought back Marvel vs. Capcom and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, mm-hmm. and now they're bringing back Mega Man Eleven, and which is a true brand spanking new Mega Man game, and I am so excited for. We all we only have a trailer right now, and um, I have to say I really like the art style it's going for. Because they did it for, after Mega Man 8, they just, for Mega Man 9 and 10, they said, let's just go back to 8-bit. Let's I like those games a lot. Let's just go back to like make it super difficult and just make it 8-bit. And now they're like, you know what? No, we're going to make it 2.5. I mean, Ryan, you were telling me before we were started recording that it looks a little like my number 9. <sighs> yeah. And I, Isn't it partially hand-drawn? <clears throat> partially, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. partially. It looks partially hand-drawn. Not a lot of stuff is known about 11 yet. I just prefer the older art style than... than I mean, it's fine. It's just not what... Not like the, the 8-bit art style? Yeah, I like the old... Like, I like the old school, like, yeah, like... Mega Man, You're like such 9, a hipster. 10. What can I say as I push up my super cool glasses <laughs> that I don't wear? He likes yeah. what he likes. He no, likes what he likes. Right. Well, this, I'm hoping... Because we got Sonic Mania in 2017, mm-hmm. and that was a return to. to hey, what form. about Sonic Forces? Ben? No, let's not what, talk about what that. About Sonic Forces. Ben? Let's not talk about that. What about Sonic Forces? <laughs> Shut up! We're not talking about that. <laughs> so, best game. What? Hashtag best game of the year. D- don't make me cry, Sparks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just, leave. <laughs> don't make just, me cry. I'm just stirring the pot right <laughs> I now. I know you are. So um, I, I'm on stirring. I'm just waiting until <laughs> this game comes out. I'm probably not gonna pre-order it. I'm gonna wait till reviews come out and more gameplay is shown. If I really want to, what was the other the thing that dropped last week with Mega Man? Mega oh, Man X. Yeah, they are gonna later in t- uh, 2018 around summer. They're gonna release all one through eight of all the Mega Man X titles. Uh, it's actually Mega Man X through X8. So thank you. Yeah, that's all. Well, I, I was. Just being a dick. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, you're, you're actually you're not wrong because there is the Mega Man X games for the Game Boy and Mega Man X Command Mission, which was an RPG for the GameCube. Now I know Mega Man Eleven is coming out for all the consoles, yeah, as well PC as PC and Switch, as well as um Mega Man the X one through eight collection. Also, all the consoles, all the consoles. Yeah. Right. So That's every cool. console is gonna be have this nice big hug from Mega Man. Good. Well done. Well done, Capcom. Yeah. It's about time. Which is awesome because we'll be able to play replay some great Mega Man X games and one god awful Mega Man X game. X Seven, I'm looking at you. Sorry, X Seven. You suck. He's actually holding it in front of his face and looking at it. 
as I'm putting my Mega Buster to it as well. Oh, it's just a cold death stare. Yeah, because oh. um, I pre-ordered that game, and that game made me cry on the inside. Yeah. All right, then, Ryan. Uh, what's up? Last week, uh, oh, yeah. the three of us uh, oh. we talked about a little game coming out called Death Stranding. Yeah, what's which up? Which looks bananas. I don't know what the hell that thing's about, We're, but we got some. We got something some this details. week about kind of what uh, I mean. Can't, what? <laughs> okay, so um, uh, Kojima did an interview with IGN, and uh, he went into some of the details of the game. But this game is still really far out, so he didn't. It was pretty vague. It's probably not even coded. Honestly. I mean, it's uh, so Mark Cerny, who's like their like their lead architect, said he's played six hours of that game. So wow. yeah, and that's it surprised a lot of people. Like we didn't think this game was that far ahead because he's only been working on it for like the last couple of years, uh, and he takes a long time for his games. So. Uh, we don't know what this game's about. There's been no gameplay, but some of the things that are really interesting about it are... Um, I liked what he said. Can I bring up this one yeah, real please. quick? Absolutely. I like the one where he said... So he's quotes, Game started over 40 years ago with arcades. Mm -hmm. When the player dies, it's game over. You continue and time goes back to before you die. You can die as many times as you want, but you always go back to a little bit before you die. That was a mechanic more specifically for putting in coins, and it hasn't changed since. I want people to realize that when they die in the game, this isn't the end. Yes. That's super cool. So it looks like you can play... In like this, what he's talking about is like you can play in like this purgatory esque system. So, so it, it seems like so the last game he made was Metal Gear Solid Five, which is a huge open world game, and it's, he said this one's also going to be an open world game. It's using the Horizon engine, which was an open world game, right? So I think you're going to be doing regular like cool military stuff in this r third person real world. When you die, you go to this first person purgatory where it's like it's like a weird, almost like upside down version where you can collect items and do stuff and then you come back to your body and resummon, but the world is changed afterwards. Stuff still happens. Right. Uh, that's, that's really, I can't think of any game that's ever really done that. No. At least to this extreme. Like, and man, if this, can you imagine if this game is not good? It's, I mean, well, the Metal Gear games are very, very uh, uh, divisive, but like the gameplay is super strong. Which right, is but you're, he's taking a risk with this, with this kind of mechanic yes. to, to do all this and, Man, it just sounds insane. And he, there's more stuff. He talks kind of about some of the time fall. How like uh, it's like a rainfall that like that alt that. Uh, yeah, that we saw it in the trailer. Yeah. How it, it's like as as it's raining, the flowers die and yeah. and and regrow like and then die and regrow. Like it speeds up time. Like, yeah, and we see like people are dying as they're getting hit by the rain, which is why they're wearing these suits. And, and apparently, uh, Sam, who is Norman Reedus' character, it doesn't affect him for some reason. Yeah, which is weird. But, like, how does that affect gameplay? Like, see, the thing is, with this interview, this game is still, like, three years out. There's still no gameplay. We still don't really know what it is. But it's fascinating. And it's he's taking a big risk. And he's and it's he wants... This is him unshackled. Like, the Metal Gear games are some of the craziest games ever made. And that's him, like, with a leash. So now he can do whatever he wants. Uh, and when we get there, I think it's going to be at least bonkers for sure. Yeah. If it's good, we'll see. It's, it's pretty cool, though. Yeah. It's all really exciting. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, this time falls stuff, man. And then he's like touched a bit on like the babies and the robots, and then kind of like stopped because he didn't want to reveal. Yeah, he's too like, much. I don't want to spill the beans. He's kind of like, like Scott Snyder in that way, where if you get Scott Snyder going long enough, he will reveal yeah. the ending of everything he's yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. um, but in this case, like she, he's just like, oh wait, mm, this I'm game is <clears throat> this game's barely playable. So let's uh, let's not talk about it. No, not us, like him. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil everything. We still got yours. So what about what do you what do you guys think about this one, Sparks and Ben? I I got nothing. It's 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 crazy because like it's it's super early, but it's really rad. Yeah, I I I uh, actually I got nothing. So sparks. I'm I'm just waiting for it to come out. Like I'm just rolling with it. I yeah. I don't I don't think anything because I'm like, 
You're beyond me, man. Yeah, this yeah. is nuts. I'm just I'm super attached to this because like I've followed this guy's video game career since I've been playing video games, and he makes video games that are that are super 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 unique and very story driven. So now that he has this crazy budget, and people are just like, do whatever you want, dude. So like I just hope the story is at least somewhat cohesive because most of the time Metal Gear is not right, right. but it's still really good. Right. Yeah, I, I've seen the memes where it's like me trying to explain the Metal Gear Solid uh, franchise. Yeah, it's like the same with the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Yes, absolutely. There are va- there are so many games in the Kingdom Hearts franchise. There are so many games in the Metal Gear franchise. And if you aren't steeped in every single one of those games, even if you're a casual fan, you're going to be confused. But yeah. like the deep dive is what makes those games special because he puts the effort in. So if you do too, then it's it's really special. I'm certainly interested in what is going on in Death Stranding. I just I'm like it, it, yeah, there's not. A lot. I, I'm just a, a new video comes out and I'm like, uh, what the hell? I don't know, man. All right, <laughs> yeah. I I guess this is stuff happening. In Norman Reedus, what's going on? I guess this is stuff happening. Like, went inside his mouth, and the baby gave a thumbs up, and I'm like, sure, cool, I'm ready to be there. Oh, man, I've never seen that before. So. <laughs> I've I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah. Yeah. So originality sure is on. Yeah. You got my money already. <laughs> this game's guaranteed not coming out till at least like 2020. Oh yeah, no, no. it's gonna yeah. be a while. Um, all right, well, some comic news. Ooh, I like those. Killer Be Killed. Oh, Ryan, yeah. can you explain to us what is I would love to. Killer Be Killed? It's a Ed Brubaker uh, fantastic Not book. Rick Remender? Not Rick Remender. I get them confused a lot. Yes. Uh, Ed Brubaker is much more in the crime. He's much more of a uh, real storyteller. He has a lot of like like realistic like crime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But Killer Be Killed is about a dude who he has this demon approach him and saying, hey, if you don't kill someone in, in a month, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your soul. So it, the great thing about this book is it's super intense and super dramatic and all the people in his life are like, hey, where do, you, where do you go all the time and why is your life so crazy? And he doesn't know if this is real or not. And that's, that's the best thing about this. Like, I'm, it's probably real. He's probably a real demon. Kind of Moon Knight-esque where he's not too sure if Khonshu yeah. is real or not. Yeah, but uh, much more just like like just super realistic and gritty and dark. And uh, and this could be a very, very good low-budget rated R movie. Absolutely. Right. Uh, who's, well, Who's making it, though? Well, Chad Stahelski has attached to direct a feature film adaptation of this book. Uh, with Dan Casey, who actually penned a uh, another Brubaker book, Incognito. Oh, I didn't read that one. Uh, and he's attached to write. And not much is known other than it'll probably be the plot of the book. Yeah. And Chad Stahelski, who did, did both John Wick films. He's the one who did John Wick 2 Hell, and yeah. not Deadpool. And not Atomic Blonde. And not Atomic Blonde. Uh, has anyone seen Atomic Blonde? Yes. No, I haven't. I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, it has too many twists. I thought it was a more complicated John Wick, and that's what makes John Wick good is not complicated. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's based on a comic, yeah. which I didn't realize until I was re- watching yeah. the opening credits. Um, but I'm I John Wick two, like I said, is my favorite movie of the year. It's not the best movie, but it's my. F- I, it has what I want in a movie. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anything this guy makes, I'm down. Yeah. So this will be his next film after John Wick two, uh, or probably John Wick three. When where's hell? Uh, 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 what's the, the sword movie? Highlander. Where's Highlander? This is the one doing Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Give me, I'll take all the movies he makes. They have not greenlit. Who owns Highlander? I don't know. Oh, no. Maybe it's Fox. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, no. We, we should actually look we, that we up. We get a PG version. Before we, before we... Can someone look up who owns Highlander while we go on? Um, yeah, so that's really cool. I, I mean, I, I wanted to read it. I like Brubaker stuff. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. It's really good. We'll see. It's super good. I think it, of all the books I've read recently uh, that are his, uh, it's one of his better ones for sure. Yeah, I really uh, like yeah. Black Science. No, that's Remender. No, no. <laughs> So I was making a joke. Uh, Brubaker and Remender, for whatever reason, I just get them mixed up. Same thing with Ellis and Wade. Yeah. I get those two mixed up also. Uh, Brubaker and uh, Remender both wrote at Marvel at the same time. So oh, like, maybe that's what happened. Yeah, because so. yeah, the, they were the, both the doing Marvel to, books. Uh, after like 2005 to 2012. Which one so. did... Brubaker did Winter Soldier. Yes. Remender did... X-Force. X-Force. Mm-hmm. Man. Yep. 
Crazy stuff. A lot of comic book characters. All right. Well, anyway, Shazam has been doing some casting. We're not going to touch on the casting too much. It's just a bunch of the ki- a bunch of the side characters who eventually do become more Marvels. Isn't isn't one of the kids from uh, Fresh Off the Boat? Mm, it. N- oh yeah, Will. Well, no, uh, whoever whoever the uh, the kid with the crazy mom. I forget his name. Oh, I forgot. Who's the crazy with the guy with the cra- with the crazy mom? Eddie. His name's Eddie, right? In it. Yeah, he's playing one of the Marvel. Uh, kids. No, Richie. Rich. It's not Richie. Not BB Richie. Yeah. Oh no, Eddie. The kid with the short shorts. Yes, Eddie. Yes. Eddie is yes. playing he a was Marvel cast. character. He was cast. Um, he's playing a friend of. He turns into Billy one, Batson, right? Yeah, and he he in like in the comics, those characters do become like Marvel Junior, Mary Marvel, you know, they, people like that. Yeah. Uh, you think we're gonna get the tiger? In this one? Not this one. That'd no. be fun. I doubt it. Anyway, well. A lot of kind of speculation has been running around like what runs they'll take for the Shazam book because historically, well not historically, a couple of years ago, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank rebooted Shazam uh, and that was the first time he was ever called Shazam in his book. Uh, in the back of Justice League, right? In the back of Justice yeah. League. And uh, it's uh, he's a bit of a dick. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I'm not a big fan of that. No, neither do I. And what's he's strange is when, he be- when, he, when Shazam went to the Justice League, he was much different. He wasn't much more nice, yeah, and fun. Nah, I remember reading Shazam, and he was he saves this one woman. She's like, "Oh, is there anything I do?" He's like, "I am sure." Cash. She, she hands him like forty bucks. I'm like, "Oh god, that is a dick That's move." That's terrible. Right. But then I remember he's like, "Oh wait, this is like a preteen angry kid living yeah. in a foster home with a bunch of other." No, kids. but like still, still, still it's a dick the, move. the thing is, the thing came from it was around the time that they also reintroduced Wally West as a punk kid. It was this thing that Dan Didio had where all the kids needed to be punks yeah. because like no kid can be nice. Anyway. David F. Sandberg says, and I quote, he's not a huge dickhead. <laughs> so, Great well, good. Good quote. Good, good quote. Did Thanks. we ever find out who Highlander is owned by? No, I couldn't find no. it. Right. That's okay. It's probably not Fox. No. Uh, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Because I, I like, you know, I like Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam, to be like fun and happy. Dude, he's like, he's, he's, he's Superman, but like eight years old. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's super fun. Like, how can Superman be more of a Boy Scout? Make him a child. <laughs> Make him a literal boy. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Make him a little boy. God, you oh, sicko. Oh, it's just my Golden Gale. Oh, oh Black Hammer. Golden Gale. Oh, now you made me sad. Oh, that's okay. Shazam. All right. Well, Marvel didn't announce this. Did you have something? Were you going to say something? Mm-hmm. You were going to the mic. No? All right. Um, well, <laughs> Marvel. I don't know. You just like, leaped, like lunged to the mic. And no, like, I didn't. I barely moved. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you what a weirdo. <laughs> Brandon, what you was you in your pounce. soda at the movie theater today? I don't have soda. Oh shit. I'm just insane. He wasn't he wasn't <laughs> even looking directly at me. It was like in his peripheral. I went I like adjusted slightly and he's like you like lunged for the mic. <laughs> he's just scared. <laughs> I leaned <laughs> forward a little. <laughs> you, you scared me. You startled me. Anyways, this was announced uh in the February solicitations that there is something called Infinity Countdown Ooh. coming that's out why, from Marvel. That's why Guardians is ending. Yes. It wasn't canceled. Nothing bad happened. It just changed. Right. Up. Um, well, we now know why. What, well, we now know what Infinity Countdown is a little bit. So Jerry Duggan will be writing uh, with uh, Mike Diodato Jr. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you showed us some promo art with all the people coming out of the Infinity Stones and had like Magus and... I don't remember who was there. I sent that. I, remember, I only remember Magus because you said it was the <laughs> version of Captain Marvel. Yeah. 
That was wrong. <laughs> uh, was it was it Wolverine there too? Because he's one I of the. I believe so. He's Wolverine was there. Yeah. He's in the official promo art that has Wolverine, Captain Marvel, and Star Lord holding Infinity and sh- holding Infinity mm. Stones. Now, in I know that in Guardians of the Galaxy, we've found the Power Stone as this massive, <laughs> giant crystal thing. Yeah. And it's like what Jerry Duggan was doing is the universe reformed. What happened to the Infinity Stones? They would reform too, but they're they're such raw power right now that no one can contain them. Yeah. Um, Each one's like doing like a weird thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not just being a little stone. We actually met the Time Stone in uh, Thanos, mm. which is a pretty good book. That book is so cool. Oh, that first issue, that Donnie yeah. Cates issue, dude. That Space Ghost Rider is so cool. That was so awesome. Oh Thank you for turning me on to that book. You're welcome. I love turning you on. Any- oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Well, this one says. This solicitation reads, the Infinity Stones, period. All right, that's it. And, uh, <laughs> that's a lame, lame. <laughs> no, kidding. Individually, they grant their wielder great power. Together, they grant the power of a god. Newly reformed and scattered throughout the universe, these, artificial, these artifacts allow the ones who claim them their heart's desire. Now, as their locations are discovered, forces converge for a battle that will begin the universe, begin the universe down a dark path to the end. Mm-hmm. Word sentence. Yeah. Jump into, jump onto this exciting ride that will lead to the biggest infinity yet. Plus, the saga of the Infinity Stones, what they are, and how they came to be. From creation to destruction to recreation, this prose primer will tell you everything you need to know about the legendary cosmic gems. So, just like Civil War, there was a Civil War 2. Just like Infinity War, there's going to be another Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I don't want it because I know Thanos is probably just going to come back and get the Infinity Gauntlet because well, that's what they always do with all the Hickman did events. Infinity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they're going to go more for like Gauntlet though because that's what yeah. the movie is. Not Infinity was much more uh, like a weird galactic stuff. Yeah. This um, promo art, this black and white promo art by Diodato has a uh, Thanos sitting atop a throne with yep. what looked like the Chitari, but I can't be sure. Yeah. Um, then then bringing in the Chitari. I mean, they, well, we know around. he t- he took over the Chitari in the first ip- yeah he in did the first bit of his ish- of his latest issue. Kings um, do not beg, and he squashes his head. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Good. So we know. So, as far as I know, the Captain Marvel discovered Infinity Stone isn't currently in Marvel Comics, but well, we know that old man, uh, that old man Logan, that Logan found one in uh, Legacy, mm-hmm. and Star Lord has found one in his in Guardians the of the Guardians, Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, so that's three found. I don't think anyone's reading Captain Marvel Probably to know not. if to know if <laughs> she has. I'm certainly not. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, this will launch in in uh what is it uh February March April, um well, wait I got it early 2018. Thank you article. Thanks article for uh letting me know. Hey guys, we saw that Infinity War trailer again. That looks really good. Yeah, it looks really good it looks on really the good. big screen. Uh, yeah. This book like February begins in February. I, like uh, I I read all the reviews of Jerry Duggan's uh, Guardians book to see like if it's still consistently good. And like I I liked it when I started it, but it wasn't enough to keep me going. Sure. So like w- we'll see if he can rein it in and like get really good at this cosmic stuff his deadpool, his deadpool stuff was good crazy his deadpool stuff is still good yeah the despicable deadpool i forgot he's still writing yeah, deadpool yeah like he's got that character on lockdown yeah he's uh he's the uh he's the dan slot of deadpool yeah a little bit but no one wants him off <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's pretty cool i'm excited for that would you guys i mean you don't read comics but would you read oh, shut up <laughs> <laughs> i really eventually. hate when you say that eventually yeah <laughs> eventually all right uh, it, it's it quickly uh, Jim Starlin uh, and Ro- uh, announced that he's going to do a new, a new Thanos siblings book with his brother Star Fox, and it's going to be the end of his Infinity trilogy. Oh wow! Boom. That's I, I just remember that happened. I forgot he did the he did uh, gra- original graphic novels. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, to end up kind of our, cult, our comic book news, two bits of news real quick. Um, we didn't really talk about it, but Robin 
uh, was revealed in uh, if t- the new Titans, Titans mm. live action series. Uh, what is it again? T- Spike TNT? Uh, Disney streaming service. Whatever D- that launches. Wait, Titans? Titans. Yeah. For it, Disney? No, no. Dis- DC. DC. I thought you said Disney for a yeah, second. Yeah, I thought you said Disney too, but I know what you meant. Okay, I, might, cool. I might have, but That's I meant fine. DC. You spun them sideways I, on I that didn't one. realize. Yeah. I forgot that the Titans thing was not on a television. Well, network. it was supposed to be on TNT. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, okay. Yeah, then TNT, TNT said no. That was a long time ago. Yeah, my yeah. Bro- Okay. It doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> no. And now they just released it. God, yeah, those images keep looking bad. Yeah the, yeah, the next image dropped. It was Hawk and Dove, and uh, oh boy. Uh, Rob Liefeld was they on They look like bad Instagram yeah. cosplayer photos. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, on, I, I, actually, sorry. They look like good Instagram cosplayer photos, not bad television yeah. show production photos. Truthfully, I did like the Robin one yeah. more than I like this one. I like that it at least looks like what a Robin should should look like. It's got the green. It's got like all that stuff. It does look like red. a bird to me. Hawk <laughs> <laughs> and Dove are just pigeons. That's so weird. It's got the it's got the yellow. It's got the red. It's got the the green. It's got the yellow. Oh, I just in- realized they're all birds. <laughs> yeah, it's got the <laughs> yellow on the inside of the cape and the black. Outside. I like how you're just talking about the color scheme of the yeah yeah the it looks like i did actually like the tim drake uh yellow on the inside black on the outside it's dick grayson right that's dick it's grayson, dick grayson. Okay. Yeah. and he's got a staff like tim drake also which kind of bugs me give him those cool staffs the electric, the electric well he doesn't have that at robin that's he cool. has that as nightwing oh you're you, you're right robin yeah, still man. has a staff not dick grayson robin yeah dick grayson, dick grayson robin. never had a staff yeah no fight I, me on this mm. teen titans bitch oh yeah oh the animated series i'm talking about comic bitch yeah he had a staff in the comics no. No, nope. okay. He was too. He, by the time he was Nightwing, he, he they just gave him something. Tomfas. They have, he didn't have anything when he was when he wasn't Nightwing. Um, it's cool that Hawk and Dove are like in the show because they're pretty like they're not oh, yeah. they're kind of lame heroes though. Yeah, I mean well, Hawk is an abusive boyfriend to Dove. Well, we'll see how. And Dove is in love with Dead Man. Really? Oh, we getting Dead that Man was a little show. bit ago. Are we yeah, getting Dead oh. Man in the show. Oh God. What, what was that run? It was, I think it was there was a Hawk and Dove run. It was it was New Fifty Two. Yeah, and then Deadpool was uh, Deadpool, Dead Man. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many comic people. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's uh, whatever. I'm I sure it's, it's, sure it'll be great. It's cool that we're getting like a real ass like superhero show with real superheroes again. Like, yeah. You know, like we're like like Flash and Arrow yeah, and Black and, like, Lightning. They're not like stopping. No, what I mean is like like this is going to be like Robin. Is is like the son of Batman? Yeah. Is Batman going to be on the show? I heard a rumor that they're trying to they're looking, they're looking to cast him. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's cool that like we're slowly it's just we're slow uh, ah, whatever uh, we're slowly getting to more like hey we can have the movies and TV shows of just both characters right that's cool right um, and to wrap up the comics news Colton, Colton Haynes oh yeah is returning to Arrow yes oh so a small a small I think it was like three episodes uh-huh. something something minor why yeah. he's not he returning leave? like permanently why did he leave again uh. I don't why remember. did he? Why did the actor leave, or why did the character leave? In the show, why was I forgot? He like, was outed as the hood. That's right. Oh, yeah. he took over. He he took the blame, right? Yes, yes. got it. Yes. He took the blame. And he they had, had to him. send him into hiding because he was wanted. Got yeah, it. and also he had to, like fake his death. He had a knife slid through his ribs by a guy who knew where to put a knife. So oh, at bit. prison. Yeah, yeah where it looked yeah. like he got shivved, but he really didn't. Sorry, not the hood. He was the arrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah the arrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who used to be the hood? Yes. Uh huh. So that way, who was also the jacket. <laughs> Thank you for the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the blur. Remember the, the blur. <laughs> oh, the red and blue. You're the red and blue blur. And then we can't like call him Superman. Then three. Call season, him the blur. Three seasons <laughs> later. Oh, you're just the blur now. Okay. The red blue blur. The blur. Why? Why don't we call him the Flash? Because he's here and gone in a flash. We can't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> he's somewhere else. Remember they called Flash the blur for a bit. 
Yeah. In the first season? They call him the streak. Ooh. Oh, and the, the streak. streak. Yeah. yeah. The red streak, and then finally he called brown streak, the you know what I mean? All right. Well, anyway. Gross. Oh, right. Oscar Isaac. He's my boy. Is in talks to join the animated Adams Family film, directed by Conrad Vernon, who directed Sausage Party. I like Sausage Party. That was pretty funny. I like uh, Oscar Isaac. See, I thought originally this was a live action movie. Which I'd be totally down and for. Yeah. He, he makes perfect sense. He makes perfect sense for voice and the, the look. So uh, like, wait, don't say as who. Ben as who. <laughs> no, I'm not going to fucking say it because I can't remember. Oh, you I said the F bomb. Oh, did I said it? Yeah. Uh, nobody can swear now in Last Jedi review. You heard it here first. <laughs> nobody. That's Bullshit. That's not going to happen. <laughs> gonna be rough. I can guarantee you, myself, Ryan, it, you, and Brandon will say at least three of them. All right. Poop. Uh, it's okay. Poop. So who is it going to be? I will. Because I, let, me, let me explain to the audience this little tangent. When we were like, oh, Oscar Isaac is going to be is, is being in talks to do... <laughs> To do uh, Adam's family, Ben's like, oh, I could see him as anybody. He could be like such and such. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! Like, brother. who do you think he's gonna be? It's gonna be Wednesday. He's gonna be. He's, he's like cousin it. <laughs> the hand. He's gonna be hand. He's got, thing, he's got thing. great hands. Whatever. He's gonna be thing. It's okay, buddy. Uh, maybe Lurch. Mm. Yeah. Pugsley. He could be Pugsley. Anyway, what other characters that we not named that aren't the main character? <laughs> Just for color, I'm flipping Brandon off so hard right now. I mean, it's a pretty safe bet. He's they're looking at him for Gomez. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, man, that's really good. Gomez, I would love Gomez see, is a great. Character. I would love to see more Adam's Family because, like, I never like read like the original cartoons or anything. But like those, did you, those, you never read the original cartoons? Yeah, I never. <laughs> sorry, I never read like the original uh, uh, like comic strips or whatever sure, they're based yeah. on. But those movies are awesome. Yeah, I really like those two films. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Raul Julia. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd's in those two films. He's great. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the Oscar Isaac thing if we want to touch on? It's pretty cool. I'm I'm excited. Who do wait, who do who's, we want to play Morticia? Morticia? Ava Green. Oh yeah. But that's That'd like pretty good. that's like the most perfect like role, so like if they wouldn't do that. I, yeah. I honestly kinda still want Christopher Lloyd to come back and be Fester. That'd be fun. If it's voiced, it's totally could. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's voiced, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd I'd like that. I love his Fester. Me it's, too. It's really good. It's not that no one else could do it. There are definitely other people that could do it. I'd just rather it was Christopher Lloyd. Totally. They'll, they'll make it like Charlie Day or something. No, they'll make it like Zach Galifianakis. That was going to be my first choice, but I didn't say that, so I'm glad you said it. You might make it Josh Gad. Probably. Not Olaf. <laughs> no. no. You know what? He really doesn't fit, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. He, Josh Gad has a type, and that type isn't Fester. He could be Pugsley. I, Pugsley. <laughs> he, he would Actually, bring... He would here. make Fester's quirks... Man, how do I say this right? He would make Fester's quirks seem like flamboyance instead of quirks. Sure. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. They'd look like flair instead of just oddballism. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, in another bit of casting news, not oh. necessarily in talks or anything, but Ian McKellen was asked, what does he think of oh. there's going to be another Gandalf? Oh, this, this is, is a, great. This is there's going to be another Gandalf? <laughs> <laughs> basically what he said was, He's 7,000 years old. I'm not too old to play him. Oh my God! How do we get an interview with him? <laughs> <laughs> so he was—he is on board to play Gandalf in the new Amazon TV series. Uh, should they ask? The most expensive television show ever produced, apparently. Yep. And they have enough money to cast him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he seems totally on board to do it until he dies. Yo, man! If you want to get people to get on your Amazon streaming service, Ian McKellen's Gandalf. Ian McKellen will get everybody. On. If, oh yeah! If me? Ian McKellen was cast as Gandalf, I would sign up and I would watch it the day it comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, he has that power and I think like, oh, they're making more Lord of the Rings that's that's not the Hobbit? Yeah. 
You oh, but that was that brings up the sorry the, inter- the interesting thing. Like, will this be a prequel to the Lord well, of the Rings? Well, we know it's going to be a prequel to the movie. No, no, to the movies or to the books. That's oh, what you're I mean. right. Because if they get Gandalf, then it is a straight. You, how do you? I mean, you could ha- do the book. It still could be the books. Just it's just weird to have the Gandalf. same person play a, in a different franchise. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? It's weird. It's I mean, it, it kind of like fanta- it's kind of the same question we have with Fantastic Beast. Is Fantastic Beast the prequel to the books or the movies? Yeah, but it's. it's I mean, they came out as the movies, <clears throat> but initially when it was first announced, we were like, "Oh wait, what's it actually going to be? The, the books yeah. or the movies?" Yeah. Uh, well, I it, think it'd be fine. I don't think anybody. Would no, have a I agree. With it I don't. I, I don't think. Think it'd be great. I don't even think it's an issue. I think it, it, him being in it, I doesn't mean. I don't think means this is connected to the films. It doesn't say that to me. It just, sure. I guess not. But like, but to regular people, <clears throat> they're like, oh, that's Gandalf. So it's the well, same. Well, yeah, it's that's the same, Gandalf. It's the same. But if they don't, weird. but if they don't do anything that ties I, I it guess to the movie, it's like a right, Spider-Man here's, here's, Sony situation. Well, here's you know my mean? point. Here's my point. Um, if if they if these stories truly have nothing to do with actually referencing anything in the mm-hmm. films directly, what does it matter? That's, I guess. That's I mean, true. like, because yeah. you could either mentally make the shows part of it or not. No, yeah, I'm no, I'm totally for. So, I'm just, I'm like, I'm thinking regular people are like, oh, so like, is like, is Vigo Mortensen gonna show up? Who like, cares? Who cares about regular people? <laughs> <laughs> we are fake nerds. Sir. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, but, but I mean, I, I mean, casuals. you know, if anything, it it gives people a reason to be drawn to it and have more confidence in it. Yeah. That Ian McKellen's like, I still want to play Gandalf. I'm yeah. going to come yeah. there and play Gandalf. That's it's, what I, mean. I think r- you should lean into and that. They could, they could do. They they might not need to bring in Viggo Mortensen because he's old and, and um, but you don't Aragorn know. is supposed to be. So they could cast a younger. You Aragorn. Just get Orlando Bloom. He still looks twenty. Little little yeah. boy Aragorn. <laughs> they could cast a little boy Aragorn. Yeah, <laughs> Richie. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we went to see a little movie. Uh, Today, I don't know if you guys remember a couple of hours ago. Ferdinand. 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 <laughs> uh, there was a trailer, a new trailer. Yes. For Annihilation. Yeah. Directed by Kamakina. I'm going to try to sound like the, the music. Wah, 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 wah. That was awful. I know. Wah, but that's some good music, right? Yeah, that was really This neat. looks really great. To be so, honest. It's so like weird and like it reminds me of Arrival, like going into the unknown and like not knowing what you're going to face there. And then uh, weird psychological shit happens. Yeah. And it looks I'm like. It. It, it looks like. You know, they're talking about like changing animals and creatures and things. And it, I am not familiar with this book. Neither am I. I. Nope. Okay. Um, I want to be now. Seriously, <laughs> it's got Oscar Isaac. It's got Natalie Portman. It's got someone else. I don't know how much Oscar Isaac is actually going to be in it. I think he's just doing it because he worked with the who's person the, on who's the other girl? Ex Machina. Who's the other girl? I, I don't know her yeah, name off the top of my head. Tessa Thompson. Was it not? It's not Tessa Thompson. No, right? no, no, no. The the blonde. Oh, I don't remember. Oh well, um, um, those were pretty great, right? Yeah, I I'm really into the. I loved Ex Machina. I did too. Uh, <laughs> Ex Machina is is a film that like sticks with me because it it touches on something that tr- truly frightens me. So it's that Westworld shit, <clears throat> baby. It's it's that AI thing. That's my favorite. AI bothers me. Yeah, um, it's frightening. The concept of AI bothers me, and so Ex Machina really got under my skin. Yeah, dude. did you ever see Splice? Um, yeah. That's a bad That's movie. That's a sexy movie. <laughs> you know what I, mean. I just forgot. Just remembered Splice. For I, don't, a second. I don't know why that came up. Uh, <laughs> I just remembered Splice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I really am excited about Annihilation. I'm really excited about just it. It looks like it's going to be gripping and visually interesting. Uh, I'm all about whatever it is. Oh yeah, me too. So it looks like it's like rapid evolution, maybe or something. And no, it looks like splicing. But well, like, I don't mean I didn't mean to bring up splicing. No, I, I already forgot. No, you but, no, no, I, I know what you meant. I know. No, what you but meant. like because they talk about like, like DNA splicing. Like, yeah, DNA splicing. Like you see, like they open up the mouth of a crocodile yeah. and it's got shark teeth, and it's like species are mixed. They're like mix, yeah. mixing species. So do we think is this? It has to be alien then, right? I would Probably. Assume. Okay. 
I, I assume. I assume. Because I got a bad, uh, I mean, not a bad vibe, but there's a there's a really bad movie that's based off a good book called, like, it's called, like, A Sound of Thunder, and it's about time travel and how if you step on a butterfly, it affects the future, right? So they step on a butterfly in the past, and it destroys the world, and there's giant, like, crocodile apes, and it's really bad CGI. And I'm just thinking, like, I hope it's not like that. I really so want to see like, this movie now. It's a great, bad movie. So really essentially, bad. it's the butterfly effect. But, uh, yeah, but I don't well, think it's that. The butterfly effect isn't that <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> it's like Ashton Kutcher isn't in this movie. I like the Butterfly Effect. It's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's been a long time. I, I haven't seen Ex Machina. I have it's no good. idea who you should. That's, it's good. I, that's I heard. Good I heard Ex Machina was good. And it's got uh, Donald Gleason, uh, Hux. Yeah. Oh. Hux and Poe is the main characters. Oh, great. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the review. Oh lordy. Oh, we'll be back boy. in a moment. I'm igniting my lightsaber with Jeremy Vellucci. <laughs> and we're back for the audience. It has been a second, maybe less, but for us, it has been a parsec. An entire parsec, which is a unit of measurement in the Star Wars universe. Yes. 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 You know, I can remember. Yeah, that's right. I actually took astronomy class and I explained what a parsec was. I was like, oh, that's a parsec. And I completely forgot what a parsec was. Oh, All right. Thank you for the story. Yeah. Uh, thank you, college. <laughs> as you know. You know, if you were going to take anything away from that class, it would <laughs> be what a parsec <laughs> That is the voice of Jeremy Bellucci. Jeremy, welcome to the show. He's gone. <laughs> okay. Finally. Oh, there we go. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello, Jeremy. What up, dog? <laughs> All this buildup. <laughs> Jeremy. Only to have me cut short so soon. <laughs> Jeremy, as you, as our audience would know, is part of the Suburban Proctologist podcast, is the only person in doing the Suburban Proctologist. Well, that's not true. Blah. That's what? not true. Some people, there's other people that, that, that are involved, yes. but it's mostly me. Take a good, hard look at my voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to be a fun Sweet, review. Sweet, steamy voice. So, without further ado, full spoilers for Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Yes. And uh, you've been warned, because we are going to go into the juicy details. Mm-hmm. We're going to rip right in there. We open oh, wait, wait. I haven't seen it yet, you guys. So, there's this guy oh. named Luke, right? And he's <laughs> on this island, right? And Ray's like, yo, we got to get him. That's so, it. we open. Wait, who's Luke? Well, oh, there's no. this. <laughs> well, there's this actor named Mark Hamill. <laughs> uh, no, so we open on uh, basically just space. Sp- what, what might be at most a day uh, from the Force Awakens. So everything that happened in the Force Awakens. There you go. That's your recap. So now we go it, in. It was. I was really curious what the crawl was going to be because it is literally like hours later. So it's like. Oh, you're just recapping what happened. Which yeah, is, which is I mean, it, it's fine. It felt like they were buying time in that crawl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, three paragraphs to say. Well, I mean, just watch Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the new bit is that the 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 First Order is taking control of the galaxy, whereas yes. they were in the Force Awakens, they were kind of okay to be in their own. Well, I mean, they weren't okay, but they were in their own sector of the, of the galaxy. But now they are pushing into what is the New Republic so, areas. Immediately, I'm not, I'm not trying to get negative immediately or anything, but like my thought was, yes, so yes. so we so we uh, we destroyed Starkiller Base, but that's not like their main operating base, right? That's just like a Death Star, right? Because yes. like, yeah, like okay, I just want, that's what I, that's why I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to like verify things. So like, if they were able to take hold over this when their main base was destroyed, I don't see, I don't see that. But also the Hosnian base or Hosnian system and all the all the Senate was destroyed and stuff. So there's no one to back the the line. They're rebels, right? So I mean, I'm just trying to like. 
Yeah, because no. the Repu- the the New Republic was financing the resistance yes. under the table, yes. but not militarily. So like both sides had 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 problems, but like yeah. the First Order came out on top still. Yes. Like yeah. like straight up, the New Republic wasn't trying to go to war with the First Order. The First Order was like, you know what? No, f you guys, and they destroyed the Republic. So it was like five well, times shit. over. And you know what? Yeah. That's my problem with Force Awakens is yeah. that we don't get any of this in the film. We get it all yeah. in the ancillary materials. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But so let's get some initial thoughts on this film because we have a guest, Jeremy. What did you think of this movie overall? Um, if you if you want if you want a summarized opinion, and I know that that um, the the response has been pretty split, right? You know, right down the middle. And uh, when I walked out of it, I was there thinking this is one of the most amazing films I've ever seen. To be honest, I I felt I for the first time I feel like I felt the the giddy excitement of walking away from from like space and lasers I, I i had like john williams score playing in my head like on repeat like i was coming down off of a drug high for like 48 hours it was it was intense i was like a little kid again so i really really enjoyed this film i was i was really really um uh surprised to see how many people were disappointed and i've, I've read a lot about what people uh, we're disappointed about, and I, I can definitely understand where they're coming from, but I don't want to get too much into that discussion before hearing what you guys think. Sure. Uh, ben, you go next. I came out of this movie not with the biggest smile on my face. Like, when I saw Force Awakens, I was I was like Jeremy. I was a giddy little kid. It was like I saw A New Hope and the entire Star Wars trilogy for the first time again. But when I came out of Last Jedi, I'm just sitting there, like, contemplating all the things that have transpired, everything that I saw, like full spoilers, Luke fading into the Force bothered me the most. Luke doing what? Luke fading into the Force. Oh. Luke essentially dying. That right. was the one thing that bothered me the most. And I'm talking to my girlfriend about it, and we're saying, it's like, man, I mean, yeah, we get to see him as a Force ghost at nine. That'd be cool. But at the same time, it's like, I wanted him to be around a little bit longer. And, and I, I still walked out happy. I wasn't sad. I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't one of the Star Wars fans who was like want to grab them my torches and pitchfork and go in an angry mob mode, but I was still like, I don't know. I need to see it again. And after seeing it again, I like it more. But there are still things I have some problems with. Yeah. Brian, yeah, uh, I, I I like it. Uh, I just have a lot, a lot, a lot of problems with it. And I I watched Force Awakens before watching this, and I love that movie. There's very, very little. I dislike about Force Awakens, and there's a lot of people that don't like Force Awakens. Force Awakens for the reason I like it, and I think that's the reason why I'm not the biggest fan of this movie. I there are certainly aspects of it that I really love, and some of my favorite things from Star Wars are from this movie. But the things surrounding it and certain characters just I, I just wasn't on board with. Sparks, uh, go for it. Baby. I really, really like this movie. <laughs> that's great. I I had to. <laughs> I, I was wondering if a second go around would make me feel differently in in either direction. And yeah, I just know now. Yeah, I I really like this movie. Thought it was I thought it was really strong. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I'm so I'm so like torn. Yeah. Because I I think it's that I understand why people are angry. Yeah. But I also am like, but but actually, why? Like I get it, but yeah. I don't get it. So I've never had that feeling. If I could elaborate on that, go ahead. What 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 you're what you're saying is what I feel like is that a lot of people's disappointment seems to stem from the fact that there's a lot of anticipation. 
expectation for a Star Wars movie, right? And I think a lot of people are get really upset when certain expectations aren't met. Now, if this were a film, a standalone film, that wasn't part of an enormous franchise, which, of course, it's, it's unescapable. That's, that is what it is. That's why it's good. But if it weren't... How about, how, know, about if it was just, how about if it was just part of a lone trilogy? Like, sure, just Force Awakens, Force Awakens and this. And, 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 and then I, I feel like a lot of the problems that people are, are, are lashing out about, um, they, they, they seem kind of they seem kind of silly because there's not this enormous weight attached to it anymore. And like, for example, so I'm not so I'm not sounding so vague. Um, the idea that okay, what, one of the things that I've read a lot about was people were really unhappy with how they handled uh, Luke Skywalker. People wanted more. They wanted to see him be more of a Jedi, and they they felt um, upset that he passed. And one of the things that I took away from this film, I think it was really, really uh, prevalent in the scene with Yoda, um, was that a lot of the purpose of this film is to make the statement that this film and this whole trilogy is part of a new generation and that the old generation, while very important, um, it you know at the end of the day you know it's 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 in the past and i think that was all symbolically um told on a storytelling level by yoda burning that tree with the books basically saying yes it's great no but not but, the books the books aren't there here we are now you know we can't we can't, hmm? oh i'm saying uh you said with the books but the but the books ray took the books ray took the books she had them on the millennium falcon Oh sure. Well, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> he was just. He was just adding that fact. <laughs> sure, sure. But I mean, the point still stands. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. And I think, and, and I think that you know, people are having a really hard time letting go of the original trilogy, and at this point, uh, how they've aged, even the prequels. I think a lot of people have some some problems with Snoke and how he hasn't been explained. But first of all, I feel like. We're in the middle of, an, of a story arc in the trilogy. To ask, to, to be upset that we don't have all the answers, I mean, we're on act two out of three. We're, we're probably going to get more answers. But just to play devil's advocate, you know, I can understand that uh, not having enough answers uh, with Snow could be upsetting. But if you look back to the original trilogy, again, with the Emperor, he didn't have a lot of answers surrounding him until the prequels came out. So, I mean... You know, I think people are upset because they're 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 used to having so much content and so much lore explained through uh, video games and books and and comics and and extra movies. You know, this is a this is a new trilogy, and I think we need to respect the fact that it's it's you know it's it's it can stand on its own. But that that's my thought anyway. Can I just can I let's start with Luke then? Sure. Uh, we've we've all brought him up in some way. Uh, so how do we th- how do we feel about Mark Hamill's performance, uh, Luke in general as a character? How do we think he was handled? Uh, and I'll toss it to you, Ryan. Luke's not my one of my problems in this movie. I love what they did with him. Yeah. I I wish the moment with the lightsaber wasn't a comedic moment. I wish it was just he drops it and like I want nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. I wish it was. <laughs> there, I just wish it was a little more because like it's supposed if again it's with expectation like we expect this big moment and it doesn't happen that way but I didn't I didn't feel the moment I felt like oh it's a joke but that's just that's that's just me that's so, just me though I I I talked to Brandon about this earlier I 
don't like in the respect that that is like the lightsaber that was first introduced that that it was his that it was his dad's lightsaber that obi-wan handed him that was the first lightsaber we ever saw that he lost when he that he lost when he fought him and found out he was his dad there's a lot of respect to that and for that reason i don't like that he tosses it over his shoulder yeah for the thematic reason that it tells the audience immediately that nothing you think is sacred is sacred anymore yes i love it Absolutely. So, and and I'm also in between to, to add to that, to, to add to that, I think, uh, you know, a big a big part of being a Jedi, and this is taken from like Tibetan Buddhism philosophy, is you know the the detachment from ma- the material world. I imagine that Luke, now a complete, fully formed Jedi master, probably doesn't have a lot of emotional attachment to an object like that anymore. So, I I, I mean, I feel like the joke works in in that. In, in that sense in its favor. I don't like to think of it as a joke, personally. I like to think of it as a signal. Yeah. Well, it's a, it, it was, it was, it was uh, presented as a joke, but, but in the, internalized through the character, I don't think it's a joke. I yes. don't. And that's almost my, a lot of the problems I have are I don't have a problem with, with what it means that they're doing. It's how they're doing it is really a lot of the problems for me. When, when I saw it a second time today and we had an audience that didn't laugh at that moment. Yeah. I, I didn't think of it as a joke. Yeah. Like, when I don't hear people laugh at it, it doesn't play as a joke to me. I saw it with a full crowd and they, a lot of people laughed. But yeah, I think- the, the first time I saw it, people laughed at it. But the second time I'm saying, yeah. it felt like a more weighted moment. Yeah, absolutely. No, first time I saw it, um, I even the second time I saw it, I knew it wasn't a joke. Um, I was ex- I was thinking like when Luke is holding his his lightsaber, his father's lightsaber, he's just staring at it and I'm thinking, what's going to happen? What's he going to say? And then when he tosses it behind, I didn't... I think a few people chuckled in my theater the first time I saw it, but I'm thinking, okay, he doesn't care. He truly has left it all behind him. He doesn't want anything to do with this world anymore. And I'm, I'm totally down with that. I like all that aspect. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was talking to, to Sparks about this earlier. Um, I really appreciate that Ryan Johnson... Johnson? Johnson. Yeah. Ryan Johnson. Johnson. I was about to say Ryan Reynolds for a second. <laughs> it really confused me. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Genitals. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, but I didn't say it. Uh, Ryan Johnson, he, he didn't change the story. He didn't change it in the wake of Carrie Fisher's death. Mm-hmm. He kept it, uh, as far as we know, largely unchanged. We don't know about the extent of reshoots. We don't know about anything. Now, that said, I'm having a hard time trying to figure out is if my problem... What they're going to do next. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, there's that. But, like, wh- I'm having a hard time trying to figure out if my problem with Luke dying isn't, is not is purely based on the fact that they don't have a legacy character in the next movie. Or if or if I just don't like that they killed him. I think, I really think Carrie Fisher was going to be that character. Yes. yes. I, it's obvious. Yeah. And it's very that's obvious. What they, that's what they were saying, too. Especially yeah, they were saying they set, set it up this much. Yes. Like... And she was she was the leader of the rebellion. She's essentially the the, yeah. the facto leader of the government because there is none. And again, like it's hard for me to separate her her passing with with the next movie and what this movie gave us because like I I don't blame Ryan Johnson. Like, what do you do when your actress dies? Do you do you change it so it affects the future? Do you keep your movie intact and not worry about it? Mm-hmm. It's really tough, and I understand. But like, I think it's a really beautiful moment <laughs> when he when he dies. Uh, when Luke he dies. just left yeah. it on J.J. Abrams' doorstep. Yeah, it's like, like a j- bag of flaming shit. Here yeah. you go, dude. Clean it up. I, ru- I, I was about to say I ruined it. I don't mean ruined. Like I destroyed everything you set up. What are you gonna do now, baby? What are you gonna do, J.J. Baby? He, in a sense, he totally does. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's really ballsy of him yeah. to do that. Um, and it's good on Disney for allowing him to. I do feel it. like Luke 
if if they I I wonder if the the scene would still be as good if it doesn't end with Luke fading. If that everything is the same except Luke doesn't fade away. If he's just sitting there on the rock and this still leaves it open that he could be found and brought back to the to the probably be a force ghost i'm guessing i mean no totally he's a force ghost he's a force ghost in the next film like that's i mean i don't have a question you just you just want his body found no his his (laughs) is like he's alive (laughs) like he's not oh that's gross dude oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah like okay so let's um talk about that no i find that weak. sorry i i just want to comment on it before we move on go ahead i find that weak yeah, no. I, I think I think him not fading away would be weak. You're like it's like cheapening. If you, this movie was going for it, if you're gonna go for it, go for it. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping for Luke to like come back and then actually teach Ray the ways of the Force in a true, honest, and then fade away or then like step back and like you are now a Jedi Master. You do your thing. I'm just gonna enjoy go back to my island and enjoy my retirement. I'm I'm cool with and at least it. bring out his green lightsaber one more damn time. Yeah. Hey, we saw it. In a flash, but you know that's the, that that's that's the thing for me is that you know I feel like there's a lot more discussion surrounding um, Luke's uh, appearance in the film just because of the weight associated with his return. So like everybody wants to see Luke in another in, a, in another in another lightsaber battle, but of course the whole point of his character in this new movie is he doesn't want to be in another lightsaber battle, yeah. right? You know, so I mean. It, yeah, it would be super cool to see him do flippy stuff. I want to see it too, but I mean, like, that's just not you know, it's not what the movie's about. So if you know, if if that's what people's problem is, I, I can't, I can't agree with it. Now, the first time I saw it, I was really, really bothered by Luke fading away into the Force. I mean, it just bothered me. I don't hate it; it just bothered me. Now, seeing it a second time, I'm like, you know what? No, this is. It still bums me out, but doesn't bother <clears throat> me anymore. It's like okay. I get it. He is now one with the Force. He could be like what Obi-Wan did in um, Empire and in Return of the Jedi. He could be a guiding force for Rey. So it was like, and even what Yoda says in, God, I love that scene with Yoda where he's like, yeah, old, bo- yeah, this is the old sacred text of the Jedi, but you know what? They're old. They suck. Real page they, turners. Yeah. <laughs> Re- turners. They were not. They were not. <laughs> Frank Oz coming back as Yoda. Thank the Lord. Man, that was one of the things I loved because it was so... Okay, so one of the things I really liked about this movie is that I didn't expect any direction it took. Yeah, I no. had I had no idea what, where this film was going. Right. And, there, and I, I know. Uh, I know. There's, a, there's a bit... When Yoda shows up, I was genuinely surprised because i had i didn't think they would do it Mm -hmm. i didn't think they had the balls to do it (laughs) i didn't i really didn't think that would happen my whole theater my girlfriend and myself included our mouths were open and agape like oh my effing god and it's yoda and for 99 percent of it it was practical which is awesome yeah he looked so good jeremy jeremy knows that the about three seconds before yoda the back of yoda's head showed up i already started freaking out because you know weirdly enough it's the only thing i could predict yeah (laughs) i i only predicted it when the tree showed up in the film yeah like it's something that when i was sitting watching the movie i was like ah you know what I bet Force Ghost Yoda will show up. Because why wouldn't he? Seems like a Yoda moment. <laughs> yeah, it seems like seems like this is a good place for Yoda to show yeah. up somewhere. And then when he was walking towards that tree, I'm like, this is the moment. If there's a moment in this movie, this is the moment. And sure enough, a few seconds later, yep. Force Ghost Yoda. So I, was losing, <laughs> I was losing it pretty hard. That's all So can Force Ghost just like do whatever the fuck they want? Oh, I'm, de- I'm sorry. Can Force Ghost just do whatever the poop they want then? Because like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like bonking Luke on the head and he's like and summoning he, lightning. He summons light. He uses the Force to well, that's, that's burn new, the tree. That's new. The, the, the thing on the, the, the cane, I'll give you that <laughs> That's one. an excellent question. The cane will give you. That's a little weird that he can do that. But I think that 
the force lightning, the lightning coming down. I think that's just because he's one with nature and everything around. I guess it's just so like a, can... a new thing that they're introducing. Hey, that sticks part of nature, man. <laughs> he's he's one with the force. Man, the force, the force is, is with me. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> um. I while we're still discussing Luke before we go to other parts of this film. Oh, yeah. Um. I I want to talk about how uh, I love that he's fallible. Because I, I, I hate that, that a lot of people's comments are like, I can't believe they made it so that Luke almost murdered Ben. And I'm like, I love that. I love that for a moment he thought yeah. about it because he was like, you could be it's the perfect. next Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the first time I saw it, I, uh, I wasn't on board with it. But the second time, I definitely, I definitely way more. We're like it, the speech he gives is like, I was Luke Skywalker. I was a legend. You know what yes. like, that pressure is? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I totally buy it because like that pressure would I, kill you. I love that. I love that aspect of what he does. I love that he he tells a story, mm-hmm. then Kylo tells a story, and then he tells the story mm-hmm. again, and you realize that the last two versions of the story are true from perspectives. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that like both are and true. It's, and it's a perfect. Pe- Parallel. It's, so good. it's a perfect parallel to the way Obi-Wan describes to Luke in the first movie, hey, your father's dead, but he was killed by Darth Vader. Right. And then, like, again, when when he comes back in Jedi, it's- he says... It's all it's all based of a point of view. You know, it's like it's a it's a perfect parallel to yeah. that. It it is. It is. And I really like I really like that he uh he lies about it to her at first. Uh-huh. It, he paints it in a way where he looks a little better yeah. because it's still him wanting to be that legend. Yeah. On some level, it's still vanity. Even he, though he knows it, he it's still vanity. He wants nothing to do with Ray. And it really and proves... It still wants to It really be. proves his point about being a Jedi, too, and what's wrong with the whole Jedi ego. And, and that's the other thing I love about Luke's story. The fact that he calls out that the Jedi re- is a religion, has been a religion, mm-hmm. that the religion went astray, it's, they're the reason and at the height CBS. of their power, they became a problem and suffered from their own hubris. I love all those things, and, and this is a larger point of why I like this film. When he says he's not the last Jedi, the reason why I'm fine with him not having trained Rey is because she's not going to be a Jedi like a Jedi of the religion. She's just going to be a Jedi right. in her own new way. Mm-hmm. And I like that they're, a lot. They're building... They're building her up to be one with the Force in a way that the Jedi or the Sith never even imagined. I think. Right. And that's oh, that's that brings me to another point too. A lot of people are very upset that Rey is somehow just able to command the Force without all this training. And you know what? I think if that is the point that they're going for, that she's supposed to be this new generation that's not part of the Jedi religion anymore. I think that it's it's it's. It's risky, but I think it's I think it's a good move to make her this really powerful raw talent. Because if you look at I mean like this is this is a bit of a stretch. But if you look at the way that, you know, society evolves, you know, things are built upon the shoulders of the generations that came before, you know, like if it, people are are smarter than than the previous generations because they have all of this knowledge to draw from and i think in the same way this younger generation of the force can be stronger with the force you know and with each generation that comes in you know that strength can continue to to increase they're they're not taught like a basic black and white structure they can learn all of it well and i want to i want to touch exactly i want to touch on something before we move on from this topic uh one of the what what he says what luke says about the jedi you know about the jedi religion and what happened Lucas himself was fantasized the Jedi in the original trilogy and then went back on it in the prequel <clears> trilogy. And a lot of people felt that was a mistake yes. when that first came out. He made the he made the Jedi wrong. He made the Jedi make tons of mistakes. He made one Jedi only. 
that seemed to have the right idea, and he killed him in the first movie. It was Qui Gon. Oh yeah, because he's like an actual like monk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that really goes back to the prequel era, and hashtag prequelist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I like that. I, I like, like that. it because it justifies it justifies in a way the prequels. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It does. It it says that even the prequels are part of this. Like franchise. Luke said the words Darth Sidious. Yeah. Like which that, was never once uttered in the prequel in the original trilogy. Yeah, and nope. I think that's that's pretty cool. That's all right. They actually never even say Palpatine in the original <laughs> trilogies to my knowledge. No. And he even he even goes no, so far really as to don't. say he even goes so far himself as to say that Obi Wan was at fault for creating Vader. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I really love. It was a I, Jedi it's, it's, that so much, Vader. it's so much acknowledgement of of failure and not being able to completely acknowledge his own entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk And I think it should be Luke. To, uh, I'm sorry, I, but just to, to finish up, I, th- I think it really should be Luke to come to these conclusions. I think he's the perfect character for it because in a, in a lot of ways, he's one of the first like kind of halfway self-taught Jedi. Yoda trained him, sure, but if you look at it in the timeline in Empire Strikes Back of how much he actually learned from Yoda, I mean, it's in, a, it's in about a day or two. I mean, Han Solo and Leia are being chased by the Empire at the same time. It's a, it's a couple of weeks, actually, because um, they don't have light speed capabilities when they're going to Cloud City. Oh. So they're actually going at like the slowest possible speed going to Cloud City. Yeah, some, some decent time passes, uh, and then there's time passing so up to Return true. of the Jedi, where he's still learning from Yoda. Um, How I, long are they in that freaking worm? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a big worm. Okay, uh, but I do because we've been very positive about Luke. I do want to co- comment on a con I have about it. Uh, I don't like that mm. they didn't lean into the fact that Luke did dabble between dark and light, and that that could be part of what being a Jedi is—is is not ignoring things and seeing them as black and white. The fact that that wasn't hit a little harder yeah. in this—that did bother me. I wish that had been more present. I, like I wish he had what, acknowledged. I feel like that's what Lucas was trying to do in Return of the Jedi. Yes, a lot of people do it in retrospect. Mm. Whether or not it's true, who knows? But it's yeah. a lot of what people have read into, and I think that if they'd hit that a little harder of him saying, "There's no, there is no darker light." the force isn't meant to be owned by the Jedi and they kind of hit that idea, but they don't hit it hard enough that like sometimes some of the dark is okay. Right. He even says to Ray, it's arrogant to think that that belongs to you. Yeah. It belongs to no one. Yeah. I just wish that had been driven home a little more, yeah. even to imply how he uses that yeah, power that's... and that because they're implying that Ray has this, this draw to the darkness as well and that she can use that. It's not bad to use some of it. Yeah. That there's a balance to it, yeah. and I wish they'd driven that idea home a little further. I right. Yeah. Uh, so let's go. Let's move on to like Leia. Um, well, she's perfect. She's brilliant yeah. in this film. Um, I one of the things that I would want to touch on, um, and I and this, I don't know if this is one of those things about her passing that I feel is made different, but the moment where she's flying through space scared the shit so out of me. So here's the thing: when I was watching <laughs> when I was watching this in the theater. I couldn't believe what I was watching. My heart stopped. I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm ready to see her die. And it was in like the first like 30 minutes yeah. too. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to see her yeah. die. I don't know what's, I don't, I don't know how to feel right now. And then she like <laughs> flies through space with the force. Now, I get that she can do that. There's a lot of expanded material that, uh, current stuff that's in canon that's hinting at the fact that she's more powerful than Luke is. Um, she just I, hasn't harnessed it yet. Yeah, she just hasn't harnessed it. So I like that. But I feel like that moment lands better because she's passed and the audience is so not okay with her <laughs> dying on screen that we're just grasping at everything I, we want it to, we want her to survive. I think that moment's kind of silly. The way I, it looks. I agree with Brandon that that moment is is probably more effective because of that. 
I still think the moment would be effective regardless. Yeah. It's just more effective. Mm-hmm. I don't think the moment's silly. Yeah. I, I think just, I just uh, she just looks like Mary Poppins. I don't think it's silly either. Well, like what else? See, no, I, I hear like, that a lot. I'm not a movie art. Yeah, yeah. I don't make movies, but like I just I just feel like there's a there's a there could have been a way that didn't just looks. It just looks silly to me, and I know. It I, like, I get that. It, I, she's I, just I, flown through space for, with like her hand up in the air. Well, she's for pulling me, herself towards no, the ship. I, I right. get that. Yeah. For me, for me, seeing it a second time cemented it for me. Seeing her have that moment, especially knowing, especially knowing that she has passed away. Yeah. But seeing her have that moment and hearing her theme swell up the way it yeah, does when yeah, she yeah. does it, yeah. I'm like, you know what? She deserved it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. And hey, if I your argument, no, I, if your argument about it is that, well, she would die. No, well, that's stop not it! Argument. Why do, are you bringing science bring into Star Wars? To a Star Wars fight. <laughs> stop it! That is I, dumb. I Leave it on the. I honestly think it was one of the most beautiful moments in the movie. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, pe- like, people's best argument for that is that it looks stupid. No, and you I, know what? Yeah. It's a sci-fi fantasy film. No, you're 100 percent right. Dumb. You're 100 percent right. <laughs> no, one of the things about that scene that I was just scared shitless was the when Kylo almost pushes the button to launch the torpedo. God, I love that moment. That's yeah, a good moment. he doesn't. He doesn't. So yeah, good. he doesn't. But then the, the Tie Fighters next to him decides to say, "No, f it, we're gonna blow her up." Yeah. And then just seeing her just stand there, fly into space, I'm like, "No, this is not how she dies. This I, this can't be." And then oh. she finally pulls herself with the force. I'm thinking. I take the one of the biggest sighs of relief ever when she pulls herself with the force, or her hand starts to twitch. I'm thinking, oh, that's right, she's strong with the force. She could do this. Well, I, I mean, we'd never seen anyone do this before. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about how happy I was that right before that moment when it's showing Kylo and Leia <clears throat> sensing each other. Almost. Mm-hmm. Him it's exactly the same from overlay from, from Empire Strikes Back. Oh. From when Luke and Vader are sensing Luke each other, the way it cuts oh. between oh, their right. faces, right. it's yeah. the exact same. You're right. Acknowledgement of each other, and I love that that it that it looked exactly the same. Kylo, I loved it. Kylo gets super Anakin in this film towards the end. Oh, yeah. when he's when he's like reaching towards Ray, come with me, Angst. join me. Uh-huh. I mean, basically the the line should be join me, and together we can rule as you know. Let's get to Kylo later. <laughs> Let's stay on Leia. Yeah. yeah. So for Leia. Uh, I love everything about how she is this person who has learned really well like what the cost is of war, yeah. what it means, what, what the resistance means. She stands as such a beacon of hope and light, as she should. I freaking love her in this movie, and it is devastating that we're not going to get the story we clearly were supposed to with her. Yeah, the next one was her movie. Just, just a quick I thing. I gotta say, do, do one you, of the thoughts... Oh, yeah, no, go, you go, go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. Okay. One of the thoughts that I had... Uh, when I thought she was dead in, you know, when she was shot into space was, boy, how tragic is it that this character really has absolutely no point where she's not fighting a war? Like, she does all this stuff in the original trilogy only to die in war in old age. She doesn't have, like, like she can't have, like, a moment of peace where she dies, you know, happily. She's tough. Like, it... it and, and, like, now that Carrie Fisher's actually passed, it's still kind of true for this character. Because I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with her. You know, they, they, they have to write her out somehow. Do you recast her? But that just means. No. 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 <laughs> no. I was on mic for that one. No. God, no. But if you, if you do, I want that chick who plays Eleven. Really Bobby Brown. <laughs> just, you, know, you could just, just physically age her. She's basically <clears throat> Carrie Fisher. Yeah. She looks just like Yeah, her. no. Uh, but, you leave it alone. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that's no, a bummer, absolutely. man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, 
I know, like, not. This is a tragedy. It's, 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 it is a tragedy. And it's like, uh, I would like to see where that character goes instead of just shutting it off. And I, and yeah. I, I obviously, it's respect to yeah. the actress. I'm like, I'm fine with that. But right. Like, it, it, she was so good in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and good that, good that, I'm glad we got her here yeah. as she was. I argued that in Force Awakens, she does kind of sleepwalk through that. Oh, sleepwalk's a little harsh, but it, she's not. She's not given a lot to do. She's right. in a only couple and minutes. She, she's not very present. She was being built up. Yeah. But in but this dude, one, she's. I am going to be so mad if in the next one she's replaced by Michael Gambon. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, since we're here, what I will say is that I think, I think the way. I personally think the way to handle this is there should be a. There should be a time jump, which we haven't talked about the fact that they're not really like how weird it is that this is the one Star Wars movie where there's a, no time jump. Yeah. Uh, but there should be a time jump of some amount of time. I agree. And she should she should have either passed in that time or pass right before the beginning of the film, and she should pass from natural causes. I don't want her killed by anything. It's I just a, want her to go. She's a Jedi. And and she will have left her mark on the resistance. We just won't have gotten to see it. That's true. And. I think if you want to carry on an old trilogy character being influenced here, you have her have left behind that she left contacts with old people who who knew how to run the rebellion. They can help get in contact with friends. They can help keep things going. And you bring in Billy D. Williams and you bring in Lando and you let Lando be present to some degree to help guide it because then we still have some grounding base left over from her. Was I the only person who thought at the end when they were trying to make contact with people in the outer rim that Lando was going to show up? I thought it was oh, a possibility. Yeah, was I thought I straight thought like 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 Gandalf with the elves or whatever were gonna come and storm them. Like, <laughs> I, I thought it was definitely a possibility. So I think that, we covered. It sounded like that's what they were hinting at. Yeah, man. I was hoping I, for I, it. I, but there's many parts in this film where they hint at hope and then rip nope. it out from under us. Yeah, and I, yeah. that's I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we covered Leia pretty good. It's a good. risky film. It is. Yeah. Let's um let's I have no cons related to Leia at all. No. Zero. No, no. I, I even love her in space. I don't yeah. care. Let's let's As I told Brandon, I'm like, honestly, she could have force flown around the ship three times, <laughs> then flown over to the Star Destroyers and started smashing <laughs> them into each other, and I would have been like, you know what? I don't See, care. Then that goes I don't like, care. Full circle, See, I'm back what I want to happen, I want her to fly around the ship so fast turns back time and brings Carrie Fisher back. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh he pulls oh. Superman. Uh, That's all right, what let's, I want. Let's talk about the new guys. Okay. Uh, guys. I mean, the, the, Let's start with Poe. Yeah. That's a, a movie starring DJ Qualls. <laughs> oh, the new guy. The new guy. Oh. Well, the new guy. <laughs> what a flick. I'm just dropping too deep a reference for you nerds. Yo, I saw that movie. He's. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, let's start with Poe because I really like Poe in this movie. <laughs> he's he kind of reminded me of like uh, and like Kirk a little bit. Like he's like uh, screw the rules. You know what I mean? It's like I'm gonna not fully Kirk, but like you know he's like my Kirk. Yeah, my friend Kirk. <gasps> No, Kirk. No, James T. Star Kirk. Trek. Oh, James Kirk. T. Kirk. No, Kirk in Star Trek Come 09. On, Kirk. Kirk. I ain't Commander gonna follow Poe. nobody's rules. Kirk. Commander Poe is Kirk, just like I'm screw you guys. I'm gonna do my own thing. And Kirk, I'm gonna rig the Kobayashi Maru so I can pass it. Kirk. Yeah. All right. So do, should I say? Did you know that Poe too? is German for butt? <laughs> oh, butt Dameron. It's a good name. <laughs> okay. So I think Poe has a great arc. Yeah, uh, the whole the whole hotshot pilot thing, especially because he he didn't get much of a character arc in Force Awakens. That's a cool guy. He was, um, he was just cool. Uh, he, I, he was just. I love that he has this arc of being Finn. this head, hot headed hotshot who wants to go in and you know blast it and blow it up, and then has to learn through watching other people die how how to do things right. Yeah. Oh, we didn't touch on. This is just a really shitty week for Leia. Oh yeah. oh yeah, Force Awakens and Last Jedi are Leia's <laughs> shitty week. Uh -huh. Yeah, because she a lot of people die. She loses hey, she a lot of things. She turns into a Force user, though. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, no. So Poe, I think, has a great arc in this movie. I love watching him f fail 
I love it. Well, I mean, everyone fails in this movie, literally. <laughs> but I, I love watching him do it because he's learning from it and he's realizing. Actually, he I think he realizes that if he didn't send Finn and Rose off on their little mission, everything would have been okay. Yeah, he kind of screwed him over. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because if, if, if he just would have been a soldier and listened to his commander, Holdo, who's dope. Yeah. Everything would have yeah. been fine. They they would have made it to Crate <laughs> and they probably would have been okay. And I love that he repeats her line later that that he got the spark, spark. Yeah. yeah. The spark to burn down the first order line. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It shows a lot of respect. Yeah. That he learned. I he learns. He learns through this movie and I really like, like that. One of the best lines after the bombing run on the dreadnought, after Leia slaps and says you're demoted and then She's like, yeah. And she's like, there are heroes out there. And she's like, yeah, dead, dead heroes. heroes. Get your nope. head out of your cockpit. And <clears throat> nope. But the line that struck me was no leaders. That was kind of like a yeah. shot to him saying, dude, you need to step up. It's like, yeah, you had a chance to blow something up, but we had a chance to GTFO without all those people dying. Quick right. question. How do shields work in this universe? Because some of the ships have shields and then the Dreadnought doesn't have shields? The Dreadnought had shields. No, because <laughs> Poe was destroying all, this, all the turrets. Well, no. Okay. I look because the fighters, the Tie fighters, can go into the shields on the Since, really. Well, be, well, I mean, yeah, that's why they're able to shoot the place where, on the bridge where Leia is. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. that it's that they're small fighters, so they can get under the shields. Seems like poor design. But the shields protect from the big laser, laser fire. from uh, laser yeah. fire yeah. and cannons, yeah, but like they that. can't protect from small craft coming in. Yeah, makes sense. I like it I because mean, then they would have to lower. Then they would have to. Only. Then they would have to lower the shields when the transport ships are moving in. The shields work like. <laughs> Shields only work on lasers, yeah. Do they deflect bullets? <laughs> well, like, apparently okay, Phasma's armor does. It, like a Star Destroyer with a samurai sword. Would it deflect it? <laughs> we'll have to find out. Well, it's a hammerhead. That's what a hammerhead Corvette is, right? Man, Rogue one? that last fight sequence of Rogue One. So good. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah, you really feel the desperation in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. Every single transport that gets destroyed, you're just like, oh, God, you're losing so many people. <laughs> it's I like, w- stop blowing up our transports, please. I just want to say, uh, I, I think... It was kind of, I like this movie, this is going to sound really bad, but I thought that plot where they were just outrunning them was boring as hell. Everything surrounding them and all stuff's cool, but literally, like, for 18 hours, they're just on the same trajectory. Really? Why can't why can't a starter story just teleport over here? Really, One because I feel like that was really exciting and interesting and suspenseful, Yeah. but going to the casino was not. No, I don't like the casino stuff at all. I, I thought the casino thing was... I don't. It's not that I. It's not that I. I dislike it. It's just I feel like it had no pacing to it. It just slowed the pacing of the film nah, down. I want all of it gone. I have to agree. I have to agree. You know what? I don't have much negative to say about this film, but I. I. I would agree that the the casino scene felt a little weird. So I mean, I'll. I. Here's the thing. I totally agree. It's very prequely. Uh, it does throw the film a little bit. I wouldn't remove it though, because. Two important things. No, Justin Thoreau. Two, two important things happen. Uh, three, actually. Two. Uh, number one, uh, it's it's one of the first times in Star Wars that we've had uh, two non-white characters go out on an adventure that okay. we've been focused on. And for people, I've seen the tweets. That was important to people. That's that's awesome. And and for them, that matters. So I just wish what they were doing them. was no. I understand. Yeah. And, and I'm going to get to that. So number two. Uh, it added a gray area to the Star Wars universe that has never been uh, shown yes. before. The, the arms dealing yes. side. Yes. That's great. That's why I can't say get rid of it. Because it, it just it just slows it down. It's just, but I it's, love that idea that these people have, sent, have, been, have yeah. sold weapons to the Republic and, it's, and the First And Order. it's one of the things to me that's implied because of the way that it's dealt with with Finn. You asked earlier, Ryan, before we recorded, what's going to carry over into the new one? That. 
I think that's going to carry over I with hope Finn. So, that's awesome. I think that they just introduced a concept that Finn is left with to have to kind of think about how they're going to deal with it. What are they going to do about that when it comes to how they build the resistance in the next one? I, I think that's important. They're going to really, have Finn, Finn addressing class it's gonna warfare. It's going to be Ocean's be 12 awesome. with Finn. Well, because think about it. Like, Finn grows up from you were born to be a stormtrooper yeah. and then sees that arms dealers are profiteering off of this. Like that's that concept alone makes me go like, you know, it, it does feel a little herky jerky. I actually like the chase sequence on the animals. I don't at all. I actually no, I like it. Can I, I just, can, I just can like I tune it out almost. Can I, it's just like, can, can we use this to talk about Finn? Cause I don't like him at all in this movie. He's not, the, I, I'm, I'm not, can I finish on the cancel? Sure. Thing? Yeah, I thought. You were uh, no, I, I <laughs> three points. The third one is that it does set up a good way for us to see the boy at the end, mm. and I, I will get right. more into that at later. Okay. But the ending is so important to me. That's true. Yeah. That 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 kind of makes it so Cantabike kind of has to happen. He's a and it does. And the boy at the end was a very important part of the film. Right. And yeah. commenting on Benicio del Toro's character because we meet him in Cantabite. Yeah. Um, I really like that he's actually a scoundrel and not. A Han Solo scoundrel, where like, oh, he's, he's scoundrel, but yeah. he's kind of good. No, he literally just goes where the money goes. That's it, and I liked that. It was simple but effective. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, it was another subversion I thought worked. Yeah. I understand how prequely the the thing feels, and I don't think everything in the casino stuff is is relevant, but I do think pieces of it are. My only thing is that since JJ's coming back, what are you and, doing over there, Jeremy? How how much? Ryan Johnson just like said like I don't care about your J.J. Abrams movie. I'm I feel J.J. Abrams is gonna do the same thing. I'm just gonna go back to what I wanted to do. And that is the, always the fear with certain yeah. uh, with people coming back to do trilogies. Now, because my, I, big, my I do get the sense in this film that because it is so kind of dismissive of J.J.'s film uh, that the that there wasn't actually a plan. I don't for think this there new was trilogy. a plan. I, there, there, it wasn't. And there I wasn't. do. I, and they, you know, they kept saying we've we've mapped out, we've mapped out this new trilogy. It's going to be great. But it feels like I bet Ray and Kylo were like the good guy and bad guy. That's who we have. Let's work around that. Maybe I don't. I don't want to like say unequivocally no. that it's not that that's not what happened. But no. it, it, I do kind of get that sense, especially with JJ coming back. And I won't. I won't. I I don't know how I feel about about after this about that after nine comes out. But yeah. I do think that. Yeah, there is a there is a sense that you know maybe maybe they weren't too sure, or if they were, maybe maybe Ryan Johnson just said, "I don't want to do that story. I want to do something else." That's where my my personal big problem from the from the thing. And we really haven't talked to this moment about what I just really dislike, but like just dismissing all of the four. Like all these movies feel like they are they're together, right? And like I just just didn't feel like a real good sequel to Force Awakens to, for for me for me. Can I touch on my biggest? point i know we've been going kind of character wise yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, my my biggest point my biggest gripe with this film i say i think it's a fundamental problem with this new trilogy in general because when we when we come back to to the this galaxy a far far away galaxy 35 years 35 years later after return of the jedi and the new republic there's a new republic there's a first order there's a resistance that's all kind of vague about what they are going into this one you know, I really get not much more is explained. Not much more is explained with that, but which could be fine for I, I, I kind of get to the po- get to the point where it's like this film at the end of it was kind of a roundabout way to get us where we were in the beginning of a new hope with a ragtag group of rebels. Yeah, actually, yeah, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who are fighting the oppressive government? Yeah, because we do kind of get. I mean, it's 
again, it's ambiguous. So There's like 19 resistance members left. And again, it's, it's ambiguous, but like the First Order is clearly going to be the governing body because the New, the New Republic doesn't have one. So I, I kind of like take the Jedi thing. I see out. what you're saying. Yeah, like take the Jedi thing out because I, I there is a part of me that would have liked maybe a new Jedi Order to have been established in the time. Take that out. I, my problem comes down to one of the things that I always liked about Star Wars is the politics of it all. What are the body? What are the governing bodies? The inner workings of all that. You know, now we we're back to square one, basically. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. I know, I know you like the politics of it all. This movie was more about the social and meta commentary politics mm-hmm. than it was about literal politics in its universe. And I think that worked well for this. Sure. I don't think we needed to be about the literal politics of this. It should be addressed <clears throat> eventually. Sure. Uh, it's hard to review a trilogy because we're in the middle of of of, of now. So a lot can still be explained in the third in the third movie but also this movie you know was mostly was mostly a chase sequence it was yeah. like a two hour long chase sequence right. with some character development Space in the Mad middle Max. so there's not a lot of time to explain things i'm really hinging on on uh, on the expectation that the next film, we're going to get a lot of answers, but See, that's only you can't guarantee if they that. have a plan. You can't guarantee that with but, this movie. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that one of the things that we're running into right now is that I think we can all acknowledge this movie was very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We are running on an that's assumption. Like about it. We are running on an assumption that after seeing it, we can predict the next one. Absolutely not. We and we shouldn't be running on that. So we don't actually know what will happen. We don't know how much it's actually going to be about Kylo and Rey. We don't know that they're not going to cover some of this gray area stuff with Finn and all this. So yeah. try to think about what this movie is on its own rather than where we go from here, at least okay, so a little. I can do that very easily. I don't, want to, I don't need to think about the future, but I want to think about the past because I've mentioned before, I love Force Awakens. Right. And I just think, can we get to Snoke? Can we talk so about let's Snoke? Talk about Snoke. Let's talk right, about listen, Snoke. I thought Snoke was awesome in this movie. And I... Ben, sorry, sorry, Ben. You got to speak up, dude. Come I'm, on. You guys are going back and forth instantly. I can't get a word ben, in. Damn who it. am I? I interrupt everyone. Just interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, quickly going back to the casino. I also did not like the casino very much. However, I agree with Brandon. I should not take. I don't want to take it out because it does bring the Benicio del Toro's character in, and it also proves to Poe that he messed up bad. He done screwed up horribly yep. by staying on that mission and getting and that scoundrel literally selling out the entire resistance force god knows how many how much money all of it so i'm i'm not the biggest fan of the animal chase sequence or the um or i mean i get where a uh, rose is coming from i mean yeah i would want to just like burn that town to the ground as well if i was in her position i still don't like it but i don't tune it out it's like you know what i think the more i watch it the more i'm gonna be like okay you know what no i'm I, okay with this i thought i was gonna be pod racing so did I. She was like, spl- did you guys hear that? And for like, a split right. second, I was, I, hope- it was I was hoping racing. it was going to be pod racing. I never, I never even thought that was what yeah. was on the table. <laughs> no, so you know what? I was thinking that too. I mean, <laughs> like gambling planet. It wasn't now. Yeah. No, yeah, but like, I mean, like, Kennedy, what, 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 so what did you think about, uh, what was your biggest gripe with the film? Oh, uh, because we talked uh, about, we talked about, Ryan and I talked about ours. What's yours? Before we go into Snoke, what's, what's yours? Shoot, what is my biggest gripe of the film? I mean, 
I mean, you don't need. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't have, have one, actually, one no. Okay. I, the thing is, that's part of my final thoughts. Oh, sure. Then let's talk about Snoke. Okay. Because I, 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 I think you and I are of a similar mind when it comes to Snoke. And now, we, again, as Jeremy has mentioned, we are in the middle of a trilogy. Yes. Uh, a trilogy that hopefully is planned out. Um, no reason, truthfully, no reason for us to think it's not. Uh, outside of maybe some hints. That's why I'm uh, taking h- it. Hints there. That's why I'm. If we're not thinking about the future, I'm taking this what it is. I right. think Snoke was had it. He was. Did they just? It was a disservice to him. Now, as as now, I do think. Again, going back to the unpredictability, what a ballsy move to destroy it's, to kill Snoke. It's a great moment. It's so good. It really is. Yeah. And like the look on his face and and Ray and it's like so much is going on and then they go back to back and it's like the coolest moment I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but killing him. Yeah. I don't. I, Sparks, you mentioned it. I and I agree with you. Just to bring up your point before we recorded. I don't want to see Snoke's backstory in a comic. I don't. Which they're gonna do because he's dead now. No, me neither. I don't. I didn't need to know more about Snoke, but you set him up as this. Bi- and again, it's expectation. Like, and obviously Kylo. I like that Kylo is the big bad, right? I think that's. I've always talked about that. I'm, I double down on Kylo, but you set up Snoke, and then you reveal him, and he like looks awesome, and it's the, like some of the best CGI. I really like, like his face, dude. He's just scars, and and you know what, Andy Serkis. I mean. He's just an artist. He's so good. He Absolutely. Okay. He is. <laughs> like, uh, he's, when is he going to get that Oscar nomination? I, I don't know. Come on. There's, there's, some, there's some political things he about that. He got it for, for go Gollum. Oh, he did. The MTV did Movie Awards gave him the award for <laughs> Gollum. <laughs> they gave, no, they gave him an honorary Oscar, though, didn't they? Didn't they create an entire like, listing for him? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Because I do know that the whole thing, just real quick, I do know that the, whole, the reason why he can't be nominated is because they're not too sure where his performance in the and CG the art, and, the, and the actual Which art is, is. I guess, fair. Or where that I ends. Guess, I guess. Uh, uh, because he is not actually a gorilla. So, so voice actors can't win Oscars? That's But that's best voice acting. Yeah. Do they have that category? No. Okay. No. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, to answer your question, no, voice actors can't win Oscars. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Actually, uh, yeah, my yeah. big... <laughs> oh, what? Ryan, stop giving me your phlegm, dang Sorry, it. Dog. My biggest... Shooting phlegm in this mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's like I'm the rebel... Sh- I'm the resistance ship trying to get away, and he's, the bar- and he's barraging me with his phlegm. That's gross. Um, my biggest gripe with Snoke <laughs> is that he died so quickly. I hated that. Uh, do I like that Kylo Ren is now the big bad and the supreme leader of this of the First Order? Yes. But what really tis- pisses me off is that he was this grand figure in Force Awakens, and I was so waiting to see what was he, who was he, how did he rise to power, how did he, all these things about it, and then seeing him as powerful as he is, as such a powerful Force user, to be honest, to me, he died like a little <clears throat> bitch. He did, uh, but that's he, also kind of the point, you know, I think. But if I could... If- yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Jeremy, I, mean, I think we saying, lost you. No, he's, Kylo he's knocks him oh. off his pedestal. It, it's more about Kylo's character than Snoke. Yes. I think yeah. you know you could tell a backstory, but I mean, how interesting could it possibly be if he's not somebody we are already familiar with in the series? Then anything that they they tell us about him is exposition, right? Sure. You could, yeah. you could say anything about Snoke, but what really matters is the characters that we're following, and the characters that we're following are. One of them is Kylo. Yeah. And so if you make Snoke more about Kylo's character development, it's okay if you kill him and not say anything. I think I mean, this problem is more of a retrospective, a retroactive problem with Force Awakens and not an immediate problem with Last Jedi. Yeah. Right. Because Force Awakens does build him up. Yeah. And I think that's... But that's, that's what I like about it. If you build up a character just to be like, ha ha, he acts 
actually was nothing. Yeah. You know, that's a risk that is yeah. not taken very much. And, you know, I'm a huge supporter of, of the risks that were t- taken in this film because I think that in Star Wars, people really tread lightly and want to play it safe because it's such a memorable franchise. Yes. And you know what? That gets really boring. And that's, I, I yeah. like the risks. I it, it made them feel more interesting. I was really on the edge of my seat the whole time, which is why I walked away so happy with it. Is because I actually didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what they were going to do next. If if they stuck to their to the to the lore and played it safe, you know, one hundred percent, I think it would have been a boring movie. So you wouldn't have had any of that suspense. So my thing about I was I was I'm I'm Snoke dying. You know, I'm not. A, I wish he was around longer. He's dead. That's fine. Kylo's a new big bad. That's great. There, this whole thing was let the past die, you know, we're, let's start something new, but I'm still going to be an evil galactic warlord with my army conquering worlds. That's not different than what his character was five seconds ago. Mm-hmm. So if you really wanted to take a risk, and I kind of talked to you about this with Sparks uh, a little bit, and like if you really wanted to take a risk, have Rey go bad, have Kylo go good, do something where, <laughs> where, where, the, the, uh, like, where the stakes are the exact same going forward. Nothing has really changed except we lost a cool character. He's still the bad guy. If anything, he's worse now. He's still the bad guy. There's nothing. I like Dom Hoekleeson a lot in this movie. Yeah, he's he star screamed to his Megatron now. A little bit. Yeah. yeah I no. I think <laughs> I think that the thing is. Damn. <laughs> I think the I like thing is you have to look at the whole character arc of Ben. Yeah. From Force Awakens to Last Jedi, and realize again, this isn't a week. He killed his dad about two days ago. Yeah. And uh, now. He's listening to how Snoke talks about him, and he's thinking about what Ray's been saying to him about Luke, and he's thinking about all these things, and he just decides, burn it all. Yeah, burn it all. And and <clears throat> that is different. He doesn't want to rule. He wants to destroy it. He wants to tear it all down. Sure. I I don't even think he wants the first order. It's just something he has. Okay, but sure. But like, it still just seems like he's. It doesn't seem like I don't know. I don't How know. different is that than if we just had kept Snoke? No, I don't, and that's the thing. Like I'm not. I don't write the movies, but it's like what I'm feeling inside. Right, right is like I. I but he, he yeah. mentioned. He mentioned to me that if it's either that or Snoke is is the Emperor and Kylo is Vader. We've yeah. had that before, and I mean, like, or, or but just that's, subdue Snoke and then have him and Ray team up. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but <clears throat> like you're you're still just having bad and good. Yeah. Like fundamentally, that's but what he, Star Wars is about. You know, is fundamentally hero's journey good versus evil. That's fundamentally what Star Wars doesn't is. feel great. In a space op- is what is what I'm trying to get. At. It still feels like Rey is going to be the next <coughs> Jedi because she stole those Jedi books. Like it's still going to be the same thing. It's not really like a new gray thing. It still feels like it's the same thing. Here's a, a thought I had yeah. just now, actually. What up? Um, we were talking about how Rey in this next generation is not going to be a traditional Jedi, but is going to be close to the Force and, you know, be like, you know, this new this new kind of user of the Force, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the same could probably be said about Kylo Ren on the opposite end of the spectrum. Instead of wanting to follow the rules and orders of the like Sith, chaotic yeah, he just wants to destroy... Yeah, well, now he's like, yeah, yeah I guess so. Maybe maybe not quite so, you know, finally defined as chaotic neutral, but yeah. I would say that he's he's like an anarchist. He's a force anarchist. Right. And I think that Ray is being built up to like like force glue, you know, like well, yeah. wants to bring everything together. Dark, light, all of it. And I think Kylo wants to destroy everything. Okay, I like So I think now you I have like two characters on either side of the extreme. 
Calling her force glue actually just like made all this make sense. Because because like think of how Kylo is after he <laughs> yeah. kills Snoke. He's like he doesn't he's. He's like, yeah, the Supreme Leader's dead. He doesn't even say, I'm the Supreme Leader now. Yeah. Hux does. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hux implies that. And then he's using the First Order. He's just like, let's kill the Resistance. I yeah. just want this all dead. Yeah. Kill Luke. More, more, more. He's just so driven by that. It's yeah. all that rage and all just that. He's, he's purely fueled on only that. That is different. It's okay. never been a character who's so... It's not about power. It's look about at, Look at the yeah. fact that he couldn't even recognize that Luke was using a lightsaber. He knew was blown up a moment ago. That's a good point. He couldn't even see that because he's so blinded by his rage. I'm liking He's everything beyond everything that we've ever seen in a villain in Star Wars because he has no rational plan or thought. He's not even scheming. He's just looking to destroy. Even Vader had a goal. Yes. You, you guys mm -hmm. have just broken the seal for me because I am viewing all these villains as just being villains, whereas like the Emperor and Vader wanted power. Kylo just wants everything destroyed. Yes, they are. You that is different. You are 100 percent right. I'm 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 liking it a little bit. More. Yeah. I'm digging it. I'm digging right. it. Right, Kylo is in this sense. He's like Sephiroth. He doesn't want to take over <laughs> anything. He doesn't want to take over anything. He just wants I'm everything sorry. to die. He just like you yeah. know what? I just want to kill everything and just rebuild a new. He's like out a of Joker now, and he can't be saved. Yeah, it's he clear. I'm he cannot. Han Solo heiress? Are you saying Han Solo is heiress? <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Oh, okay, because heartily laugh, tone it down. Because please. because we know he cannot be saved. Leia says he's too far gone. When he has that moment where he looks at Ray, Ray who has been fighting for him, she shuts him out because the moment she saw in his future was the moment where that already happened, where they stood against Snoke, yeah. and that already passed, mm -hmm. and he still chose to go the other way. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. I'd be curious to see where they find where we find him in the next movie. If he's like just the figurehead, if he's like if he's the emperor on see, the that's throne. what I'm scared about. Yeah, because I, uh, I, everything you just told me makes it seem like he's gonna go on a one man army, and he can't do. He that. He doesn't want that. That's what Hux wants. Hux wants to be the emperor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. Kylo wants to burn everything. Like remember, yeah. even when Kylo was knocked out, oh on yeah, the, the little uh, and Hux is go <laughs> going for his blaster, Such and he a wakes up and he's. Moment. I was like thinking, like, oh shit, is he or, gonna do it? Or when he says that he's gonna go down and meet Luke, and he's like, now you shouldn't get blinded by your own emotions. Bam, yeah. right into the wall. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. He is blinded. That's a good point. <laughs> and also, Brenda, I have to agree. Donald Gleason did an amazing job. I think it was a lot of fun. He yeah. was. Um, he was like he took like the Finn role for me, being like the fun, the funny yeah, guy. Me too. Yeah. Let's let's begin to wrap this up. Uh, so let's. Oh uh, man, we talked about like we haven't talked like about Rose Daisy. The final battle. We're at an hour. So Star Trek, baby. I don't want a three Star hour Wars, baby. Podcast. It's Star so Wars. This it is once in two years. All right, so let's talk about Crate and how amazing and beautiful. Crate is awesome. That, I love that scene. That entire sequence from beginning to end is just like it's mwah. so beautiful, dude. Holy crap! You just, you just swallow your fingers. Mwah. No, I was, was trying to do delicious. the. It, it was yeah, I like the. There's a Gareth Edwards uh, cameo in that. Yeah, in that you sequence. know, you pointed out to me that is totally yeah, him. I love that. Yeah, uh, that's why. Carrie Fisher's dog cameos too. <laughs> oh yeah. Where? I don't know, but I've really, I heard that they that they did that. Uh, I, think it's it's a, I think it's in the casino, I, probably. I, I saw a screenshot. I, I'm still going to see the movie again in the weekend, but I'll, I'll point it out then. I liked uh, Billy Lord. When you're with me. Oh, her daughter, yeah. I like yeah. Billy Lord. Uh, yeah, Billy Lord was great. I'm glad she was there. Um... Yeah, man, this is. I mean, uh, Ray, like Ray was fine. I thought. I mean, Ray, Ray you have some interesting thoughts about Ray. I want you to. I want you to talk about. <laughs> okay, uh, I. I don't like that Ray doesn't struggle. Yeah, she, I. It bothers me that she never struggles with anything between Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Like, I understand her being powerful with the Force. She literally never gets outmatched. Yeah. Like, not really. Like, even against Snoke, 
uh, well, there's I'm, not there's not really struggle from her there. She's still being defined. Like she's never she doesn't have a moment where she like got too reckless, went head in, got her ass kicked, and then had her hand cut off like Luke did. Yeah, that didn't happen to her. <laughs> yeah, and it bothers me that there's been no struggle for her. Everything comes pretty easily to her. And you know what? Luke's this is the act where that should happen too. Yeah. That's what I mentioned. I, I said in, For- in Force Awakens, you get the sense that you know, yeah, she's she's gonna she's gonna develop much like Luke did. For- and a new hope luke is pretty much kind of the same thing that you know? that is a flaw to me in this film and 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 this and then but an empire an empire luke is defined luke gets a character a character journey ray doesn't mm-hmm. and i th- that yes i agree that is a yep. that is a problem for me ray? the problem is they have a lot of characters yeah <laughs> yeah so they kill you know, off it's, of them it's a lot kill but, so but there people. was room there was room and the thing is Akbar they knew they knew it was present and they knew it was a problem from force awakens yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Laura Dern dies in a really cool way. Oh, she's so good. Her okay. character is great. So that good. shot, that shot, that just like it's black, like and, a, white, black and white with yeah. the splitting of the wing, the splitting of all those star destroyers is one of the most beautiful so, shots I have seen in my entire life. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's it was really, 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 really. At first, incredible. I was like Admiral Holdo, Laura Dern's character, when she was on the screen for the first, uh, like, say, twenty minutes of whatever screen time that she has. I'm like. I thought what she was is, an imperial spy. What is your plan? What are you trying to do here? But then when Leia explains to Poe, I'm thinking, oh my God, Lord, oh, come, uh, Admiral Holdo, you are the greatest person ever lived. Yeah. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's a true rebe- rebel. Honestly, my favorite my favorite stuff is that, that I mean, it might not be the most like interesting, but like the Poe and Holdo stuff. Yeah. Because like, yeah. I love yeah. that where like he's just like a hot and he's like, just tell me your plan. She's like, that, that don't feels worry like a, about that feels it. Like I'm a, your commanding officer. That feels yeah. like and the a great story. way about... How it's framed too is that you're kind of on Poe's side. Yeah, she seems like a bad guy. Yeah, she's right. not. She's just doing her right. job. <laughs> yeah, right. And then afterwards, you take that journey with Poe. The 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 learning through hubris. You know the mm-hmm. oh yeah, like Carrie Fisher crap, like, I, tells I him the plan. Oh yeah, that is a good plan, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he's he's the reason why the battle on crate happens essentially. Yeah, he, that shouldn't. Thousands have of lives are because of him. Thousands of lives <laughs> died because of him. Yeah, all the bombers, the people on crate, it's all because of him. Yep. And that's a lot of responsibility. But he learns. But he learns. Yeah, he and has, I really like that he that. learns. He has the arc that Ray should have had. Because <laughs> at the end, he learns not to fight. Yeah. yeah. So, so Luke's go. doing this for a reason. Oh yeah, yeah f- uh, Finn at the end with with the stupid uh, mini Death Star. I, like battery, the battering ram. Oh, oh <laughs> I, I really wish Finn had died. The mini Death Star. <laughs> well, it's, it's like repurposed. They, said, they said miniature Death Star attack. Repurposed battle, uh, Death Star attack. Uh, I really wanted him to die because I thought that would have been a really, really, really great moment. Like I, That's weird to say I wanted him to die. It looked like it was going in that direction. And then Rose came in and stopped him. And Man, I don't like a, that moment Gave him all. a kiss. Everything and after she stops him. She stole the kiss from Poe. That, yeah. But you know what? Finn, <laughs> thank you, Finn thank you, thank you. We, we talked Finn about this. Jeremy and I he talked about this. Hearts for Poe. Finn doesn't kiss back. It's important to acknowledge that That's it's true. unclear how Finn actually feels. <laughs> yeah, because all throughout Force Awakens, you see that Finn has the hots for Ray, obviously, and... Maybe he's it? talking no, 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 about. He's got a raging boner. He's totally into Poe. Po. <laughs> yeah, he's really Dude, into Poe. Have you seen those longing gazes? Uh, yeah. Have you seen when Poe got blown out of the hangar in this movie? And I've then, seen and the memes. Rushes damn it. to his side and yeah. he clutches him in I've, his arms. I've seen that's, the memes. Oh goddammit. By the way, the by the way, the hold on. By the way. It's really nice that somebody decided to stitch Poe's jacket up and fix it for Finn. Oh, oh, right. Right. That's really nice yeah. that somebody did that because that thing had a lightsaber slash through it. <laughs> so uh, they were talking about somebody uh, wrote an article and it was like interviewing them like about like uh, LGBT characters in Star Wars, right? Right. And apparently Holdo's supposed to be like bisexual, whatever. That's not represented in this movie at sure, all. Sure, no, no. 
they should have just. But she looks exactly like the physical embodiment of Tumblr, so you can kind of, <laughs> you can kind of put it together. That's, she does not look like Sophie, Jeremy. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, Whoa! <laughs> um, who's Sophie? You guys won't. Don't. Gas no, okay. I, I shouldn't have tangented. I made it. They should have just. Okay. They should have just did it. They should have. Sh- they should have done the ship. They should have done Finn and Poe. They, they should have still put, could. They still. They st- will. They. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Roe kissed uh, Rose. Roe. Roe kissed Finn. So. I hope, yeah, I hope. but he didn't kiss back. No. That's true. He did not. I'm he, saying. I want her it to get unclear. her heart broken. Oh. Did Ray's look towards them to signify she's jealous or just she's looking at them? I think I've, people have been reading into that a lot, so I don't know. I, I, don't, think, I don't think it meant anything. Okay. I think she's just looking. Ray's huh. asexual. Or I mean, that. probably. Okay. Or that. Yeah. Okay. She's, now she's in love with the force. You don't need romance in Star Wars. <laughs> okay. True. There, you don't need it. No. We're not it's not Final Fantasy yet, but there is one but you've thing. you've always had it. One of my biggest, yeah. biggest gripes about this movie, and we haven't talked about it yet, is fucking Phasma. Yes. Oh. Okay, A we third were gonna get one. That. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. I, no, not, I am sorry I have been mad. penting this up so much. Captain Phasma and from Force Awakens, I was so expecting her. So she gets to a book. Kick ass. Boy, do I have she gets thoughts. a comic series. Boy, do I have thoughts on this? She has less screen time than the freaking so, Crystal Fox. I, so oh. Phasma, Phasma, Boba Fett dies like a bitch too. Yeah. Phasma yeah. is my biggest gripe <laughs> with this movie. I Phasma's don't. Poor my biggest Gwendolyn Christie, like she's I, she loves this role so much. So. This is full of cool-looking characters that die like bitches. It's Gwen- Star Wars. Gwendolyn yeah. Christie, Mark Hamill, and Ryan Johnson oh God, have all commented and said that there she's not necessarily dead. They've all said this. They've all said this. Why would you do that twice? Okay, okay. no. I, I, I don't get the love for Phasma outside of she has a cool costume. and like I, It's because it's Gwendolyn Christie it's from Game of Thrones. It's because it's, it's Gwendolyn Christie. But it's just... I mean, People I didn't respect anything. She's a great actress, and it's weird that they're sidelining okay, her. Okay, Brandon, sure. I want to paint you a picture real quick. Growing up watching the original trilogy, I don't get, I did not get why everyone loved Boba Fett. I like Boba I Fett. I still don't. <laughs> I think he's cool. And now Force Awakens comes he's out. He's a whiny and, little bitch. And here's Captain Phasma. I'm thinking, man, Phasma is such a badass. And then she's like, okay, she doesn't get a lot to do in Force Awakens, but Last Jedi, oh, she's going to be like hunting Finn down. Shit's going to hit the fan. No, it's she's in the last amazing. 10 minutes. No, she's in there for like not even oh, 15 cool, minutes. Yeah. Has like a three second fight scene, which hey, albeit is pretty cool. That fight scene was awesome. That was an f- awesome fight scene. And we also get to Why see her eye. Don't they just make all Stormtrooper armor with her armor because it reflects. Too expensive. I'm, Okay. It's like vibranium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although we I, actually do get to see so Stormtrooper armor work. A, well, I'm not done yet, Jeremy. But then, oh but God. then. He's very big on being interrupted, Jeremy. But then she dies, or quote, air quotes, dies. But she does get that awesome line with between her and Finn's like, you're always scum. And he's like, rebel scum. But I'm sitting there going, now I understand why so many Did people like Boba Fett. Like she's a Nazi to like, oh, she's absolutely a Nazi. like. Is, I, I felt like that was yeah. like the idea was like. Yes, you're, you're the first a order. Yes. Okay, I'm just, I'm just yeah, the first sure, order. They're, they're that is the off. commentary. Okay, yes. I'm just sure. Yeah, but just I'm sitting there going, I wanted so much more with Captain Phasma. This reader book, reader who, comic. Even in the um, right. even in uh, uh, the honest trailers, they said, "Man, what a waste of Brienne of Tarth." This is even more of a waste of Brienne of Tarth. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I guess I kind of get it because <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones. Uh, I, so and I and I and I don't have any interest in Boba Fett, and so like but, so to me this is just a cool looking character. But here's the thing: Sparks and I were talking about this. Oh yeah, you were gonna say it. I was. <laughs> here's, here's the thing: when the you thing do her, her when eye. you do marketing and promotion, where you take the actress around like that, and she is a well respected actress, and then that's how she's treated in a film. When already in the first film, people were like, "Why was she sidelined?" That's why it's a problem sure. because she's all over the press with it. Mm-hmm. She's all over. So I've everybody was so like, many interviews. everybody said that she was going to be in it more, 
She's a well-respected actress. That's the difference between her and Boba Fett. Hey, she gets the trailer the line. The actress is beloved. The actor behind Boba Fett was not beloved. It was just a cool-looking character. She's a cool-looking character with a well-respected actress behind her who so everyone feels like didn't get enough. We, we expect more because like, yeah. you got an A-lister. And there's this great scene in the trailer with um, her and Finn showing down in that in the, and that's the whatever that weapon in. was and the sparks on her on her helmet. It's like, this is going to be... Hey, and Fun fact, did you know that her costume was supposed to be Kylo's? And really? Then, yeah, and then they gave it to her. Cool. cool. I like Kylo's better anyway, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, speaking of sideline characters, that is my biggest gripe, by the way. But sideline characters, R2-D2, C-3PO, and Chewbacca. Poor oh, Chewbacca. Chewy. I have a really big problem with the fact Chewbacca. that R2-D2 was sidelined yeah. again in this one. Yeah, he, he was. gets a great moment with Luke. R2. That is an awesome moment. It gives me goosebumps yeah, dude. I when got it goosebumps. happens, but I still don't like that he's sidelined. C-3PO is essentially just saying things, and everyone's always telling him to shut up. <laughs> That's all he is. He oh my god, C-3PO was my least favorite part of this film. He kept saying shit, and everybody cut him up. It's like, you only have... Oh, what? Uh, Wait, oh. you see three PO in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> we missed. We missed a lot of that. Say that again, Jeremy. Oh, I was. I was just expanding angrily on what you said about C three PO about how like they just keep cutting him off. He has like he's absolutely useless in this movie. He's one hundred percent exposition. Yeah. He just like he just says something. Does he still so have a red arm? Interrupt him. No, no, it's gold. No, it was gold God. at the end of Force Awakens. Oh, that's right. It was. Um, it, it's. Thank it's God. a problem to me. It's a problem to me that these characters are not treated like they're characters I anymore. Chewbacca to be in this, but it so bothers me the most with Chewbacca oh, because yeah. this is again a day or two after Han has died, and he doesn't get a moment with Luke. And by the way, Jeremy, we did see it again. Uh, Luke can't understand him. Ray is what? translating okay. for Chewie. Mm-hmm. What? No. Okay. Yeah, Luke and Luke can understand. Luke can't him in the original understand Chewie. No, in the original can't. trilogy, can. Han understands him. Luke never understands Chewie. I thought he understood him in the original. He trilogy. understands R two D two because if you watch the scene, not in the original trilogy. I watched it again, and Ray is translating Chewie to Luke. I'm not arguing this. I get this. I understand this. Yeah, I'm yeah, totally yeah. on board with it. In the original I trilogy, it was the original trilogy. Though. No, in the original trilogy, he doesn't understand Chewie. Okay, awesome. I was gonna be way more. Han upset understands about it. Chewie. I was gonna be way more upset about it, but now <laughs> I don't give a shit. Oh, there is one great line between uh, Luke and R two. Hey, Sacred Island, watch the language. But that's but that's why I have a problem with the fact that there wasn't a moment between the two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Han and Chewie, or sorry, Luke and Chewie should have had a moment about Han. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me that there wasn't one. Where are the Knights of Ren? <laughs> Probably dead. Yeah, that's a whole thing, and I hope that comes up in the next episode. I really hope so. Probably Where dead. are the what? The, the Knights, Knights of, of Ren. Ren. You know the students that oh. Kylo Ren took after um, the, 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 the other Jedi that Luke was training that went with him. We, I, I, yeah. read, an, I read an article somewhere that, that they said that they were the Praetorian Guard, but I don't think that's true. That hasn't been confirmed. That doesn't make you can but find I their shoes and their hair outside of the school. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sorry, Brandon. Maz Kanata, why? <laughs> oh. That's the Battlefront scene. That's from yeah. Battlefront 2, dude. Come on, what are you doing? That's also the, the scene in Star Tours right now. It is the scene in Star Tours right Man, now. Man, I did not appreciate that. Yeah. Wait, hold hold up. That's the scene that you see in Battlefront 2? No, it's, you... like, it's, it's like it's reminiscent of like when you go there and you have to the, the, defeat people there. Oh. Like, it just feels like a video game and scene. It's okay. literally that same visual for Star Tours. That's fantastic. That hologram. Yeah, oh, they just except they, except it. it's different. Well, they changed the animation. Sure. To match, but it is that same <laughs> moment. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 that, was, that was fine. Yeah. Um, I thought and I worried that seeing the film a second time 
knowing Luke wasn't really there would lessen the impact when he sees Leia. I like it even more. It oh. did not. I like it more. Oh, knowing such it. a good moment I, between him and Leia. Dude, the, the shoulder, what the shoulder wipe? Man, I'm yeah. so happy they gave him N- that. Specifically, the moment with him and Leia. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. still emotional. It's still impactful, even though he, you know, he's not. He's projecting himself there. Still works. Yeah, still works. Love those, it. Those <clears> dice. <throat> Do we think those are Sabic, Sabic dice? Well, because he won the the Falcon in a in a Sabbath game. Yeah. Well, Probably. those are the same ones from the original movies. So like, yeah. uh, maybe. Probably. I think it's just like this is the first time that they've been like touched. focused on. Yeah. 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 It was a really nice touch. Yeah. yeah I'm agree. really glad that they did. And I don't. I think even if you don't know what those are, like you know the dice, you know they're Poncelos. Yeah. I think you can assume that's that. Why I'm so bummed there wasn't a moment with Chewie there. Instead, yeah. we just get that laughy moment with the Porgs, and that's fine. But I mean, there should have yeah. been a moment between I'm, them. Oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. It's on racist, Porgs. is what it. Is. Wookies are people too. You're right. Well, it, it, that's just my thing. I really hope that C3PO and R2 and Chewbacca, especially Chewbacca, especially Chewbacca, are treated like characters in the next film and not just set pieces brought over from the original yeah. trilogy. Yeah, we got I've, rid of a lot of the characters. So I have, I have said this. Uh, I said this yeah. before, but after, it feels like after Han Solo died, the, the filmmakers don't know what to do with Chewie because he's no longer with Han. Yeah, it's like that. The character truly Chewie only exists to. Be with Han, and I have I'll show a problem you a with five that. Five issue Chewbacca miniseries. That That's not that great. Hey, it's fun. <laughs> it's fine. Listen, Chewbacca is a is a strong like sassy. <laughs> you talking about the Star Wars Christmas special? No, oh. nobody's talking about that. <laughs> I'm gonna go die now. <laughs> no, but like Chewbacca <laughs> is absolutely a character that can totally stand on his own. He doesn't. He's not. He's not Han Solo's pet. He's his partner. Yes. That's yeah. his best friend. <laughs> yeah. His best friend. <laughs> it's his lover. <laughs> Um, hey, he has hopes and dreams and fears, just like the rest of He's also yeah. like 400 years old. He, he yeah. seems to get younger and younger, uh, too. He looks super young in this Just, Just curious. He I know we're about younger. to wrap up soon. Yeah. Um, what's what's your guys' favorite moment? Uh, uh, when Ray and Kylo go back to back. That 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 sent I the first time I saw that, like even though I wasn't a fan of like the Snoke death, uh-huh. I, it, like, I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. For me, it's the scene with Yoda. Hands down. So good. Dude, because this is my favorite moment. Because you <laughs> fundamentally wrote Yoda exactly as he was in the original trilogy again, and you made it so he perfectly encapsulated what this movie was trying to He's say. He's old and kooky. You have to learn from the failures. The failures are important to teach too. Yep. And they move on from us. Everything goes forward. Yeah. I loved it. Well, you, say, you stole exactly what I was going to say. Well, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. No, where Luke was telling Ray. Yeah, about I'm glad we're on the same page too. <laughs> where Luke was trying to tell Ray that the history of the Jedi is nothing but folly, hubris, and failure. And it was because of that failure that created Sidious and the situation they're all in now. Yoda straight up says, is like, yeah, failure is the greatest teacher that we have. And oh, sure. Like, <sighs> we have these sacred Jedi texts, but there, yes, there are there is great wisdom in there. But we shouldn't have to keep holding it on to the It shouldn't be a religion anymore. It shouldn't that, be is this. Is that your favorite moment? Yeah, it it yeah. is my favorite moment. It's the moment where Luke is, it's the moment with um Luke that where he finally fights with Kylo and also the part with um with with Yoda. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something comedic as my favorite moment because uh, you know I I don't know if I mm. have a favorite moment that's better than that. But when when he's training Ray now reach out. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> she actually reaches out and he's just like and he just kind of looks at her like oh, really? with a, he's with like a leaf. Yeah, <laughs> wiggling the <laughs> grass. I can feel it. Oh, I feel it. That's the force. That's the force, Ray. That's oh the force. oh my God! That, that was so, so good. <laughs> that, that is was so good. Because he kind of looks at her like, oh really? Uh, oh my God! I can feel something. She's like, huh? I can feel, you feel it. it? Like, that's the force. That's the force, Ray. Reach really? out. 
You must be really strong oh, with it. Oh, <laughs> there's a really important thing that like a lot of people don't like that we didn't talk about at all. Huh. What? Yeah. Raise parentage. That's great. Oh, no, oh I, yeah, I forgot. I like that, that like a lot. I like that, that a lot. Yeah, like, I love that, that it's no. I like it too. So it, it is no one. That's, that's as far as we know right now. It could Kyla could be lying. Keep it that way. That but makes, I, that I makes like her that. more special. I think her parents should be no one. But if you told me that she had an ancestor that was named Obi Wan Kenobi or Qui Gon Jinn, I wouldn't hate you. Yeah, I wouldn't hate it either. <laughs> but I think her parents should be no one. I like I, I like it because it makes her more relatable. Yeah, this you is know, like, it's like it's oh, you don't have to be part of this lineage to to, to use the Force. You could be a nobody. Yep. Uh, as uh, as all Jedi were. As someone who I was talking to was right this is something we talked about that like everybody's always thinking about the skywalker line but it's like remember jedi weren't supposed to fall in love so most most people who were jedi didn't have force using they were like kids that I was yeah up. <laughs> well like that one kid at the end of the movie who uses the force yes to that's get what i'm getting to so yeah. i want to talk about the ending because uh this movie yeah, successfully this movie successfully this is not my this is me talking about the ending not necessarily my final thoughts okay <laughs> sorry um this movie gets to a point where it tells you that anybody can can be, use the force could be that this can go beyond the skywalker line which is something we'd always been told that the force is around everyone but not necessarily shown in the episode titles not not to this extent and now it's opening up that world the possibilities in star wars feel a little more open and unpredictable and limitless because of this film mm -hmm. and i don't think that's a bad thing not at all. and i i guess i will make it final thoughts then fine um <laughs> i i think that if it if this whole film and what it was trying to do which is basically say you know, we can take this in a whole new direction. Like what what was past is past and now it's going forward. And you can either be really open to that or not, and it's your choice because it's whatever your personal relationship with Star Wars it's, is it's, that, that's it's gonna decide it. It's Kylo Ren saying, like, let's exactly. like, kill it. It's kill the Star Wars history and let's move on. It's what yeah. I was saying to Brandon earlier is that uh it should it should disturb you in a good way that Ben Solo is a little bit relatable. Yeah. That you kind of do want to burn the past, man. Just thinking about those, uh, th th those flashbacks again, like from his perspective and Luke's perspective, because they're both right, right. And that's so powerful. And I feel like, and I do feel bad for Ben because he thinks he's irredeemable, and he is now. Right. He chose that for himself. Yeah. And it makes him and, such a strong character. And it makes it a really relatable character. And it should bother you on some level that you kind of agree with the past should die in yeah. some respects, like in in a meta commentary on life. Yeah. So do you want to? I it? really love this film. Do you want to rate it? Pressure. A fun sound effect. Look at that. Eight. <laughs> it looks like a caterpillar. I'm going to give it an eight. Eight? Okay. All right. Do I have to rank it in Star no, Wars films? No, listen, we're not going to go into that one. Okay. Oh. Like I said, we don't, you don't have to rank it if you don't want to. No, no, no. I'm not going to. Well, I do rank it, but. Go. Anyways. For the Last Jedi is a great movie. It honest to God is. And I'm seeing all this hate of it online. I'm seeing fans, Star Wars fans, myself. There was this comic I remember reading a while ago about this guy who was the Star Wars fan who was ranting about how start the new movie, the new trilogy is going to suck. And yet he's going to like, you should have done the Thrawn trilogy. You should have done this. Star Wars is horrible now. I hate Star Wars. And it's all Disney-fied. And then the next panel is him wearing a Slave Leia costume in line for Force Awakens with the dumbest grin, grin on his oh, face. Yeah. No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Exactly. Yep. And that actually <laughs> what bums me out is that, yes... The original, because you will have fans of the original trilogy, you have fans of the prequel trilogy, and to them, they're holy writ. To me, growing up, being alive, the born the way the year I was, able to experience the original, being able to experience the prequels, and now lose. being able to experience this brand new trilogy, I am open to risks. Like Sparks, you were t or um, Jeremy, you were saying like, no, that killing Snoke that early and having Kylo become the biggest bad is a good risk. And I'm like, yeah, this is a new risk. 
those old films will always be there. The expanded universe will exactly. always be there. But we always can't be scared of the same old thing because it's going to get stale. Rate it. Eight. Solid eight. Uh, Jeremy, Is this episode eight? Yeah. Oh, Jeremy, shit. lazy asses. <laughs> Jeremy, you go next. Uh, we, we, we may lose you soon, so you go next. Okay. Okay. Um, do I have to say number first? How does this work? No, you, so you say your final <laughs> thoughts and then you okay, rank Okay, listen. It. Yeah. All right. So look. <laughs> uh, my, my final thoughts on this film are I personally. Oh, we lost them. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's just, his connection's really bad. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Start over, please. No, I, I, I feel, I feel like, um, yeah, no, it really, it really is terrible right now. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I, I felt like there wasn't a moment in this movie that didn't really take me by surprise, and I don't think I would ever expect that in a Star Wars film. I feel like most of the Star Wars films, even the original trilogy, you know, stuck very close to the original concept. Even you know, like in the original trilogy, you know, like what's the big bad guy that you, they fight? after the first movie is another Death Star. You know, they don't, like, go way outside the realm of possibility from where they started. I feel like this film kept me guessing so much that I I feel excited about Star Wars again. I think I was a little jaded. And, you know, that's not okay. Star Wars is, like, it was literally my first love. I mm-hmm. owned, like, every game. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I definitely saw the movies hundreds of times mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds and this is just as a kid you know since then even more but idiots. so you know like <laughs> um did you say idiots no i said millions <laughs> you watched it millions of times oh, that, that you're like these idiots who like star wars no. idiots peons <laughs> um no uh, so so i mean for that very reason the fact that i feel like it reopened the ever so wonderful wound of Star Wars to me. I I, I, I think I'm going to give it a ten. I really awesome. I, and and I know that seems that seems like an exaggeration, but I really was that that touched by it. I cried at the end, man. Yeah, That's great. When the kid was with the ring. I was like, oh god, I'm, I am that kid. <laughs> I'm Star Wars. So yeah, totally. I every, did tear every up moment, a little bit. Every moment hit to me. I. I, I will say I do have some do have some gripes, but you know they're they're minor. So I I, I feel like the film was perfect in yeah. other in, in every other sense. All right, so ten, Ryan. <laughs> All right, so yeah, um, I gotta tell you, I really enjoyed discussing it with you guys because I I mean like we're all star, we're all big Star Wars fans, so like. Well. Uh, Brandon likes Star Stop Wars. It, Brandon. <laughs> He's a fan of the movies. Um, uh, so I had a lot of sh- shit going into it, what I wanted, and then I saw it, uh, saw it a second time to you know help me figure out the feelings and sparks. I love talking to you about things because you have a way of uh, wording things differently. And Jeremy, you helped out a lot too, actually. Of like, uh, I didn't like it, but I wasn't sure why or what reason. And you guys flipped me on it. And like viewing Kylo as a force of destruction instead of like what I was thinking, he's just another bad guy. That makes me feel better about the future. Um, I'm just uh, I I'm still curious about what they're gonna do with Rey. I really hope it's it, she does struggle like you mentioned. Like there's yeah. a little more to that character. But um, the moments that were strong were so strong, and they mostly outweighed uh, the negatives. Uh, so I'd give it like a seven. Yeah, solid. Yeah, I I felt this film was wholly unpredictable. I uh, had a it was a wild ride that just kept me guessing. It was so many so much death. Um, it, it was just have you seen Rogue One? I mean, but <laughs> no, it's, I still, it, it, you felt you feel like every loss, and it's a lot. And it's just 
I really like this film. I liked it in the theater multiple times. I was just like, wow, I don't I don't know how much more of this I could take. Um, I did think probably shave off a couple a couple minutes. Yeah. It is a little long. Um, I, I'm not crazy about the Cantabite sequence, but I understand why it's there. It just feels like the pacing is a little weird there. I want to see that 30 minutes that got cut personally. That's crazy. I, maybe not in the movie, but yes, Whoa. I agree. No, but I want to know what it was. Yeah. More Cantabite. Um, so I would, uh, I, would, I would rate it probably an eight. Yeah. An eight out of ten. Yeah. I might raise mine to a nine. I was thinking about it as people were saying. Say, that's I'm pretty like, low. I really you're, like this. You really like it. Yeah. I do really like it. So I'm going to raise it to a nine. There you go. All right. Uh, Jeremy, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for having me. You have a, I, I, you have I wanted to, great I wanted radio to have a discussion with you guys for a while. Oh, thank you very much. Hey, we we no, plug I, your I, show I, every week. You, so. I, and I so super, super appreciate it. Oh, and I guess update on that. I've, I've been I've been working on it, and I'm like halfway through the recording of this next episode. Hell so yeah. more's coming. Nice. Yay! I love it. I need, I need to help you write it. Exclusive. I'm yes. I won't be the same. <laughs> All, right, All right, buddy. Guys. So that'll be it. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jamie. Of course. Thank you for coming on. Bye, so, buddy. Next time you see us, we'll be in the book club. Ooh. What a rousing review that was. Oh, I'll yeah. Just tell you. Rebel rousing. Uh, I know it's been, once again, just a couple seconds for you guys. But today we're back. <laughs> my book club. It feels like such a long time since I've had a book club. Probably because we skipped three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But so I chose, as I said last week... Star Wars Darth Vader Volume One. Darth Vader. Vader. Um, did you guys ever look get a get a chance to look at a is there a cover gallery in the back? Yes, there is. Did you guys ever look at the the one that has like uh, Anakin inside Vader's mask? If it's in here, no, it's not in there. Drat. Oh well. Uh, this is the first volume of the of the Vader ongoing series. Uh, that really. Man, this is really good. <laughs> I uh, so this came out around the same time, like all the Star Wars books. There was Star Wars, there was Vader, there was Leia. Yeah, uh, I think this was the best one to be honest. And I thought Star Wars was good, but I, this Vader one is just like super fun. Uh, Star, we actually have a comment for comment for this. Let me read this out real uh-huh. quick. Uh, from at the first matter, uh, I love this series. Did Vader justice for sure, and added a new layer to him and his pettiness in the Vader days. So this is about the time. This is after. Vader um, is kind of revealed to the galaxy because in the period between in Rebels and Rogue One, Vader is kind of like the boogeyman. No one's too sure if he really exists or not. And in this one, like people are starting to realize that there is this there is this attack dog that the Emperor has, and he w- he will not hesitate. But also, he's the one who got the Death Star destroyed. That's the best part. That's the best stuff. Is because like you never you never see it from this perspective where Darth Vader failed. That Death Star was destroyed, and it's his fault. Yeah, we never see what happens about that. There's great. What moments. the hell is an aluminum falcon? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell is an aluminum falcon? That's a good, it's robot chicken, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. You see him kind of. You see him go to Tatooine trying to figure out who this kid is that destroyed the 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 aluminum falcon no. <laughs> he knows obi-wan so he must be yeah the aluminum jesus at 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 the millennium falcon <laughs> so he kind of so he it's the first time he hires boba fett also in this in this book mm-hmm. to track down also a cool evil wookie uh black chrysatin i think is what his name is or black chrysatin something i don't know uh yeah, he goes to Jabba, then he goes to Coruscant to talk to that Jabba scene's dope. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. So good. Talk to the Emperor, and we get the sense that and he, the Emperor he's not happy. Uh, later in the later in the series, you find out that the Emperor is actually building new apprentices uh, for him. Um, you know, he get uh, you get some really man. He goes to Tatooine for the first time since he killed 
a all bunch of all the, the Tuscan Raiders. A bunch of Tuscan Raiders. Love Actually, that. there's there's a he goes to kill more. Oh, isn't it? Because like he's there, but like then like oh, are you coming back? He goes, yeah, I'm just finishing up some uh, some business. And yeah, like, and he goes to kill more yeah. more yeah. more of them. He just he goes out for funsies. Yeah, killing Tuscan. It's, it's right there. It's right there. Sometimes, yeah, he, sometimes yep. he goes down and blasts swamp rats. Sometimes he goes down and kills Tuscan raiders. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just when he's got a vent. Yeah, time. Man, this guy Salvador Baroca. Uh, yeah, yeah. He draws a great Vader. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned to you guys before, like he draws great uh, like spaceships and great like things that are angled, but fa- his faces are a little, little like wow. They have like wow faces. He's also doing. He's wow. also going against the emperor's wishes. He's doing things that the emperor would not. He's going be happy like under him. Like yeah. he's hiring these bounty, uh, bounty hunters. He's trying to do things on his own. And he's being. He's kind of being fo- uh, found out since he's a high level imperial official who failed the empire right uh so he's so people are like um what's this guy doing and they have a they have a spy so so they're thinking they have a spy in their ranks but it's actually vader Vader. and vader and vader like gets this other guy to be like this is your spy so they kill this guy kind of wrongfully it's great Uh, vader don't care no he doesn't but he but the third issue first appearance of dr afra is your series still going on i think so wow her, her, wow. she's one of the <laughs> she's one of the first breakout characters in comics since Mara Jade. Yep. Um, you know, books had Thrawn. Comics initially had Mara Jade. The animated series had Ahsoka, and now we have Doctor Afra, who's a great character, kind of like an evil Han Solo. Yep. She's got and some cool evil droids. We get an evil R two D two and an evil C three PO. Yeah. Who are sadistic? Oh, they are. Messed have you guys up. ever played the Knights of the Old Republic video games? No, a I have long not. Time ago. Okay, uh, there's a, there's a, a killer robot called HK47 who's like an assassin droid. Yeah, and like it kind of reminds me of that. Like, right. it's really great. Yeah. Hello, I'm Triple Zero. I'm a protocol droid specialized in etiquette, customs, translation, and torture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. And, like I just imagined him saying it like C3PO, like, "Oh, I'm really happy to murder you." Yeah. yeah and then BT1 is the uh-huh. is the assassin droid. They're made to look like. Protocol and Astromex, yep. so that they can assassinate people. That's great, mm-hmm. uh, man. They're they're fantastic characters. This is a really great book, but I, I love I love this stuff. Well, go no, ahead, man. I remember reading this, and uh, yeah, because I was picking. Oh, up we get to Geonosha. Sorry, oh, we go yeah, to Geonosha. Yeah. Kill kill the Geonosha. You see queen. like old battle droids. You mean Geonosis? Yeah, Geonosis. What's Geonosha? Geonosha. <laughs> oh, that's the mutant. Hideout. Oh, Genosha. Yeah. Genosha. Yeah. I was funny. like, dude, that's Geonosis. And that's the scene where Vader fights through the old uh, battle droid factory. That was really cool. Yeah. No, but I remember picking this up with the Star Wars. I was looking more forward to the Darth Space Vader Wales. stuff. Because I remember one of the things you told me, Brandon, at, when we were reading Darth Vader, when we were picking up uh, every month, was that the things that you like this book is that Vader is truly a villain. And even though, and apparently some villains, they are like, as popular as they are, they get romanticized and like, oh no, they're, even though they're a bad guy, they're really a good guy. It's something no. I brought up before that a lot of times villains will become heroes because yeah. of how popular they are. Yeah, but not Darth Vader. This is in he his is, bad boy period. Yeah. He is a, a badass through and through and this book shows it. I loved reading Darth Vader. Yeah. It was difficult to pick a, pick a volume from this book because they're all really great. Yeah, it had 25 issues and I, and yeah. I, I, was, I read all of it. The, okay. the last volume is fantastic mm-hmm. and I, I do recommend that if you've read this, keep going. Ben, what's your favorite quote? Because it's a great quote. It's from the Darth Vader. Like, oh, from Vader, Vader down. down? Yeah. What is yeah. It? It's like, Vader, we have you surrounded. All I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. That's pretty good. Yeah. That yeah. made me think of the book, actually, and I'm like, fuck, that's pretty good. Oh! <laughs> sorry. Man, this is, a, this is getting an explicit tag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's sorry. Spi- oh, sorry. Okay, Brandon, I, I am sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's but okay. <laughs> 
Everybody's gonna see that. It's gonna be like Last Jedi review explicit. It's like, man, they must have gotten pissed. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a fight. There was a throwdown. No, we no. just loved Darth Vader. For uh, me, for me, this yeah. whole comic is made by the end. Oh yeah, when the, oh, the end God, when Boba yes. Fett comes to him and he says, "I learned the name of the person who blew up the Death Star, Skywalker." Duh. Are we done then? And then he walks away, and Vader's just staring out into space, and he's remembering Padme telling him that oh, she was pregnant. Flashback. He's remembering that he, when he became Vader, and the Emperor said that he, he killed him, mm. and uh, and he just starts breaking the glass in front of him as yeah. he stares into space, and then he calls the Emperor because he's pissed. That's really good. And he's like, "I know exactly where we stand." Yeah, and he gets the flashes of Padme and then of Luke, and he's Aww. like, "Cause he, cause I have at a this, son." At this point, he wouldn't have known that Luke was, and so it's kind of like, by the time we meet him in Empire, he knows it's that right. it's Luke funny is that Skywalker. Boba Fett's the guy to get him the info. That's yeah, the, I love it. Yeah. Then, so, so that ties up in the the little thread in the movie how yeah. he learned yep. that Luke was his son. And I love it because there's an encounter that they have, and that's what he's remembering this this brief encounter where he sees yeah. in a Star Luke. War, in the Star Wars comic book. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And they even touch on in the beginning of this book. They kind right. of recap it. Mm-hmm. They do, and and you see him seeing him and being like, who. Was that and so he's really like, who was that? That was the pilot. And he who take, is it? And he it's takes the lightsaber from. I really like, like the face though that they yeah. that they drew that they give Luke. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! That's yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. In the Star Wars comic, when he grips the lightsaber and he sees it's his lightsaber, he's, he's like, like, "Wait, what? what? I know this weapon." And uh, and Luke takes it back and he runs away. And that's it's really like, great. That was weird. Yeah, uh, and then he's just staring out at that cracked window into space, and he's like, "Just it, the f- I will, I will, I will find him." And he will be mine, and it will all be mine. And I love that. Oh. So this is uh, uh, Kieran Gillen and LaRocca. They're now the the Star Wars team. They're the proper Star Wars team now. Yeah, I haven't heard. And they're doing the uh-huh. Jedi. They're doing. Yep. Uh, I've heard okay Jedi. things about it. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get it in trade. Yeah. Obviously, I've been getting them all in trade. Uh, yeah, I've been reading the Star Wars books pretty consistently, but nothing so far has topped this guy. I right stopped. Here. I stopped reading all of them at 25. Yeah, the crazy battle droids, because like the idea is that the Geonosian cre- queen made the battle droids because after so the the imp one of the first things the empire did was wipe out all of geonosia geonosis, geonosis. geonosis. jesus magnino's not here <laughs> uh, was wipe out all of geonosis and so the queen survived and used the battle droid production and her own kind of uh ability to create new to create like new drones and so that's what these new battle droids are they are the drones <laughs> that she is birthing. Yep. And so Robo she, drones. Yeah. So he he came to get a droid army, essentially. And uh, I, I really love this. Yeah. This whole Vader stuff was really good. And yeah, like Dr. Aphra span off. She has her own book now. Yeah. I loved Dr. Aphra. All the stuff with her. In oh, we the are dark- introduced to the to the to the new apprentices, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. The cool guy yeah. with Scar. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I actually re- I also remember Dr. Aphra saying I, I don't know if it's in this volume or in later or in a later volume where she's talking to Vader. It's like, look, I know there's going to be a, ta- a day where you're going to not need me anymore. So just make it quick and just give me the lightsaber. When Use the happens. lightsaber. Use the lightsaber. And even though I haven't read the part, Brandon, you told me about how. Man, it is cold. Oh, it is cold. It's just like. Yeah, it was great. That is Vader. That is worthy of his name. Darth Vader. Yeah, they they did not shy away from the fact that he is the villain. We mm-hmm. may be following him this, but he is not a good person. He even helps people, but like only so far as he needs them. Yeah. And yeah. then he'll kill. He'll, he kills people in cold blood that we've been following. That we're like, oh, he's friends with them. Nope, fallen pit of lava. <laughs> uh, it's really, man. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's good stuff. The second your usefulness runs out to Darth Vader, bye bye. 
die, just die. Especially because Afra becomes a because uh, he's using Afra as a tool to get in the Emperor's good graces again. And once he is, he doesn't need her. Yeah. You are. But we know she survives because she has her own book. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have failed me for the last time, Admiral. Have you checked out uh, Charles Soule's Darth Vader? Not yet. I have the first trade though. I want to pick up the first trade because that's like Episode Three stuff. So it's yeah. even before this stuff. It's, it's after Episode Three. It's him getting a new lightsaber and kind of what that means. I'm into it. Adjusting oh, well. to the suit and everything. I'm gonna and check stuff that like out. That. Yeah. Man, the last. I really want. I I love to me the last issue when he 25? is when he's stuck in his head. And I don't want to get too much into it, but there's a scene. He's just stuck in his mind. You know, dealing with the, his past and the ghosts of his past mm-hmm. and whatnot. Anything else you want to touch on with this book? No, man. This is I was when all these. So Disney buys uh, a, the uh, Star Wars, right? So we're getting a flood of Star Wars stuff. We're like all these books, uh, a bunch of new movies, right? So I was like, man, are these books gonna even be good? But like the creative teams were announced, and like they had a. It was Jason Aaron on Star Wars and Kieran Gillen, and these are great writers, and all these books are good. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Leah, but all these books were pretty good. Liz, Liz it's, fine. Got fine. it's fine. Yeah. I, read it's first, okay. I read the first trade, whatever. Yeah, uh, there is only one trade. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Yeah. It. <laughs> Leia and Lando, they just had their one I trade. Liked Lando. I like Lando's, Lando's a lot. Fun, man. man. I like Lando's I, a lot. I think I, my, the comic shop I was going to at the time, they messed up because all I the get, major characters, all the major characters get like five issue minis. Poe po has an ongoing. Yeah, Vader was supposed to have a five issue mini, but, but they allowed him to continue it into 25. Yeah. Uh, which was four trades. Man, there was like the Obi Wan uh, Anakin prequel that that Greg was Rucker not wrote. Good, but yes. not good. Mm-hmm. But just a lot, just a lot of. Stuff I've read them all. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, I'm not caught up, but I've read all the all the like single yeah. volume well, ones. They're pretty good. Well, speaking of Obi Wan, I also the single issue of Star Wars. Oh, the yeah, ongoing. That's a good one. I always loved the uh, Obi the from the pages of the Journal of Obi Wan Kenobi. That's I've always loved one. those like issues. Like when he's on Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, and how do you like your snake? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that'll do it then. If anyone has anything else, has anything to say? about it no oh i could say a lot of things but uh i think we're out of time all right darth vader is a good um, book. yeah it's a great book i highly christensen should show up in the next star wars please movie. yeah he could be redeemed i'm cool with hayden yeah leave him, leave him alone internet Especially i want him to show up i want him to show up jacob marley style to, to ben in force awakens you know how they were supposed to oh, have like him the, like morphing between vader and, and uh, i want that i want him to show up to ben and be like talking about the suit of uh, darth vader but like this is the chains <laughs> that i forged in life kind of thing <laughs> all right sparks yeah. When we're back, it's your book club. Oh, yeah. Did you pick a book? No. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't even ask. We didn't even ask. In two T- weeks, it'll be your book club. Two so, weeks. Uh, so to the audience, three weeks. Really? Oh, yeah. In three weeks, it'll be your book club. Mm. Uh, so to the audience, we will announce that a week prior. Yep. Uh, no sooner, I'm afraid. No sooner. Because uh, we are going to be celebrating the holidays. I might announce it sooner on my Instagram, but nobody follows it. Follow his Instagram, guys. You heard him. Um, at the same time this is going up, there will also be a special. Oh, because we didn't talk about something this this uh, this episode. That the was deal. There between was no other major news, dude. Yes, there was the deal between Fox and Disney. You're making that up. I'm not. We don't yes. live. It happened this week. I don't see the Monopoly Man anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad we left that out? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That'll be its own special. Uh, it's going up at the same time as this. Uh, so if you have our, if you want our thoughts on that. Check that out. Um, as well as on the 25th of December, Christmas Day, there will be a special uh, for that. So We're skipping Christmas. Holiday annual 2017. We're skipping Christmas, and we're just going to come podcast with you guys. Screw our families. All right. Um, so ba- so basically, you know, you won't be missing us. We, we just podcasts all over the place. Um, See you around, kid. We There may be a special a special after. I'm not promising anything, but I am working on a fun thing for all of us. 
You get a podcast. You get a podcast. You get a podcast. Everyone gets a podcast. I'm are we with all, the Grinch are we all, Jury Dewey. Are we podcasting, all podcasting, off? podcasting. No. Thank you, Oprah. Um, We're all spinning off? No. No. Oh, no. Blasting off? Maybe. We're back on the 7th of, of January. January. It's almost 2018. I know, guys. I know. Uh, um, I've been doing some fun little things on Instagram. Uh, in case you guys are interested, follow us there. I'm doing for the eight days of Hanukkah, crazy um, which I I do observe. Um, I've been doing. I've been showcasing a special uh, Jewish superhero, um, and every every day a new one. You've done Moon Knight. You've done Magneto. Batwoman. You've done Batwoman. Batwoman. Night Owl. Night Owl. Oh, Dan Dryberg. And uh, Martin Martin Stein was today. Oh yeah. Oh Martin Stein. Yeah, and uh, rest in peace, baby. There's some more. There's more coming. Today's what? Five or six? Uh, today was five. Today was happy day five. fifth day of Hanukkah. Thank you. Uh, there's not that many Jewish superheroes, so this was actually a little difficult. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, one time only. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Well, that's it again, guys. Superman's Jewish. No, he's not. Oh, okay. Clark Kent is Christian. He's created I'm, by. He's I'm, created I'm, by I'm, Jewish. I, I know. I'm kidding. Creators. Uh, thank you to our fans. You know, we don't thank you guys enough, but thank you for listening. Without you, there would be no show. I mean, there probably would, but thank nobody you. would listen. Um, thank you. So thank you. I love you. Uh, thank you to everyone who came on the show uh, this year. We we really back backloaded in the beginning of the year and kind of like didn't have a ton of people on later in the year, hopefully. Yeah, man, schedules are hard. Schedules are hard. Yeah. Hopefully next year uh, we will fix that. Um, yeah. Matt came on the show. And Jeremy you. was on the show Thanks, earlier. A uh, bunch of guests that you... Lined up in January last year that I don't remember because it was so long ago. We interviewed a lot of people. <laughs> we did. did. A year's a long time. We did. S- did we do Super Madness this year? Yes. Oh, yeah, we Super did. Madness was yeah, this we did year. Do Super Madness. Koopas. The Koopas was this the year the as well. Was this year? Mm-hmm. Super Madness was last year. Was the year before. Yeah. Was the year before? Oh, oh, because I wasn't. I wasn't around, and I've been around pretty much this whole year. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So it was the Koopas this year. Super Madness was last year. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. We got new equipment. We made. Whole new thing. Uh, thank you. I, uh, I joined everyone who Sparks, you joined full time. I did. I'm full happy time. about That's it. That's right. It's a good thing. Great year all around, guys. Thank you very much. I'm going to sneeze now. Bless, Papa, bless, 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 Papa, bless, bless you. Popping bless. Look, pop, at, look at a light. That'll you help. It's going to be very difficult to cut this out because you <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> no, I don't want to cut out. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> Maybe I won't do that then. Thank you to Jeremy Vellucci uh, for being on. You know, we got a little hot scoop from his uh, from his podcast coming up. It should be out sometime next year, probably at the end of the next year. <laughs> probably sooner, honestly. Yeah, he we, he sent me the script. We've been working on it. Nice. Uh, he was texting me about it as we were walking in the Last Jedi. He's like, "You need to send me these notes," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> Luke Skywalker." Uh, but yeah, he does the show Suburban Proctologist, Facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist, official Instagram at Subproc Podcast. Find him on iTunes. Uh, thank you to Louis Barreto. You know, as always, we don't really talk a lot, buddy, anymore. So please reach out. I miss you. Reach out. You can find him Instagram at Lens for Eyes. He does a, he does a thing called Any Zine, which is Cal State Northridge's official zine. They meet every third Wednesday of the month. Anyways, welcome to join. If you're not. If you're in the greater Los Angeles area, you can find them at the Cal State Northridge Art Department room, 507 from 6 to 10. If you're not, you can find them on social media on Instagram at anyzine underscore CSUN. That's E-N-I-Z-I-N-E underscore C-S-U-N. Facebook, anyzine at CSUN. Email anyzine.csun at gmail.com. You can find us, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Fake Nerd Podcast. Uh, Fake Nerd Guys at gmail.com if you'd like to drop us a line. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Drop a line. If you're going to miss us, let us know. It's going to be a couple weeks. I'm going to miss you guys. I'm going to miss you guys, too. It's going to be sad. Happy holidays, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. You can find me, BT McClure, on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Ben. 
Ben Madigan 27 for both Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. <coughs> Ryan? I'm looking at your Secret Wars and your Death of Wolverine and all new X-Men and your Infinity Scotty Young posters, and it's reminding me of a better time at Marvel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you can find me at DJ Tony Snark at everything. You subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, tune in, and I'm working on Spotify, so... Yeah, somebody literally asked me today about if we're going to be on Spotify, and I was like, I'll let you know. I'm working on it. Working on it. Until next year. Oh, my God. May the force be with you, nerds. For the last time of the, uh, the year 2017, stay fake, nerds. Do, do, do.